this is the Anything Period Podcast. Emphasis on the period. And today we have a special guest. Terrific. Tariq. Did I say your name good? That was like a that was like a great that was like a uh, a curtain call, you know what I mean? Yes. Okay. So I did good. I did good. <laughs> you did great. Well, let's start with uh, an introduction for today's guest, Terrific Tariq. Alright, cool. So, Mr. Toonrific, uh, tell us about yourself. Uh, um, my name is Al Tariq Harris. I got like a, I guess you could say like video essay cartoon analysis channel. I spent most of my time talking about cartoons and I say nigga a lot and people really enjoy it. Yeah. And um, I'm an uh, artist. I do animation, uh, filmmaker. Oh, that's type of stuff. Oh, All right, that's cool. Really? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, first question out of many. Uh, first question. What What made you want to start a YouTube channel? Uh, when I was when I was like a kid, I like found YouTube. It's funny that I ended up doing a video on this cartoon, but I found YouTube because I was trying to like. Google the little Lulu show and then like this like website came up where I could watch the theme song and it turned out to be so and then I was watching it there this was probably like I don't know like maybe like 2007 or something weird like that like it was really close to when the site first opened and then like I kind of like would like get a channel and like do a whole bunch of like miscellaneous stuff but then when I got to like the end of eighth grade uh I saw like a whole bunch of these channels of people talking about animated stuff and like these cartoons that I really cared about and you know I, I, I wanted to do that and not even just like just because like I felt like I was good at it but it was cool because I felt like people cared about this stuff as much as I did so you know I kind of at the end of eighth grade I, I caught hell trying to see that Lorax movie that Illumination did and like mm-hmm. when I finally saw it I was kind of pissed off because like it wasn't as good as I thought it was gonna be. So then like I did a video on that and I would kind of do videos like sporadically. Like a lot of people know, I kind of would like drop maybe two or three and then like disappear for a year and a half and then like come out with something that nobody asked for or something like that. Sound like my channel. But really, <laughs> it was just so like I could just like talk about cartoons. That was the main thing. I kind of just wanted to, uh, just like share my thoughts on like this medium that I really cared about. Okay. Um, that's dope. I like that. It's cool as fuck. Uh, okay, so one of your videos, How to Black, uh-huh. I want to talk about that. <laughs> so how did you, so what was your response when it became like a big thing? Like that video really blew up? Yeah. The, the funny thing is, I remember, uh, I wanted to do How to Black probably like a year before I wrote it. And then when I finally like said, you know what, I'm gonna do this like right now. I like texted um, my man, D-Dub, who reviewed your life, who's also on the video. I texted him and I was like, all right, so I'm gonna do this. And um, I want you in it too, just to like give your perspective or something like that. And he kind of just like was like, all right. So he sent me the audio like that night and I wasn't thinking it was gonna be that fast. So I was like, okay, I guess I have to do this like right, right now. And I remember when I was putting it together and like um, editing it, I remember I was on the phone with one of my friends and I said, if this video doesn't get to a million views, I'm taking it down. But I was playing, like I wasn't dead ass. Like I didn't like really think that was gonna happen. 
And then like, I kind of like put it up and then it wasn't even like a gradual thing. It was like immediate, like all of these like responses were coming in and like overnight almost, like it just kept growing and growing. I would just like refresh my phone and there would be like 10 new comments every time I refreshed. And I've never even seen anything like that before. Like, and it was all these people like telling me that not only did I echo some things they were talking about, but um, I got like a text from like my brother, like telling me that like I made him think about this type of stuff more than like he ever has before. Like because of like everything I said, he kind of like looks at like stuff like the Cleveland show differently and things like that. And like, that's really what I wanted for the video. I wanted it to like kind of start this conversation and get people to take animation seriously in the same way they take all representation um, seriously in any medium or any uh, any like job or anything like that. And it was, it was, it was really like, it was really gratifying to see like that people gravitated towards it. Like, it's, I, I will say that it, it's what I wanted, but I don't know if it's like, if I ever thought I would get that, you know? Mm-hmm. To be honest, this is like one of my favorite videos of yours. <clears throat> I'm not even gonna hold you. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> no problem. As, as an animator, mm-hmm. what do you feel is your hardest job or like process? Um, it's just like, in animation or in like just producing the videos both um in animation i think like for me i'm really bad at like i'm really bad at like walk cycles so that stuff is always really hard for me whatever i have to do it really because my favorite part is like the storyboarding so um in terms of like you know like making the characters move and stuff like that like i'm all right at that as well but i find myself having a hard time like making like cutting corners for like things that I'm not really good at like walk cycles or I can't really draw cars that well so like I have to like find like a specific model car and try to teach myself how to do that real fast you know those are really like in terms of like just making it hard for myself like those are like the things that come with with that and I say the hardest part of the producing the videos um honestly sometimes it varies sometimes like sometimes it's the writing and sometimes it's no, I think most of the time, actually, it's probably the writing. Like, the animation isn't really hard when I put it in the videos. It's more just, like, tedious because it's the thing I do last. So, like, it's, like, 2 in the morning, and I want to go to bed, and I want to just, like, press render, but I have to, like, enjoy this stupid gag that I wrote. Like, by then, like, they're, they're still funny to me by then, but at the same time, like, it's, like, I don't even want to do this anymore. I don't know if people will notice if I reuse animation, which I never do, by the way. But I still kind of think like maybe if I cheat this one time, nobody will notice. So I don't have to draw this anymore. But and I think like writing writing the the uh, the videos is really hard because sometimes I'll like be in the middle of put up writing one and then I'll say oh, I don't know if this is as funny as the other one I did. And it, I do that a lot. Like I do that I think with every video and like including ones that people like really really think are really good. When I'm like in the middle of typing, I'm like, they're not gonna like this one. I feel it. This is gonna be bad. Like that happens a lot, but you know, that's probably that's probably it for sure. I feel you. Yeah, I understand that. That's really good that you don't like reuse stuff. I mean, cause like at the same time, like, okay, so I don't I don't mean to indulge upon myself, but um, like I I do music, I rap, and it's like I get. Because like, I've seen people like, for example, Logic, who constantly reuse stuff and reuse stuff. And I'm thinking like, hmm, if I could just reuse this and get away with it. But I'm like, nah, I don't want to I don't want to rely on that. Because if I do that, that opens the gateway up to doing it again and again and again. And then 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just shows that you're dedicated and hardworking when it comes to your craft. Yeah. Hmm. Like Mr. Tariq here. What? <laughs> what uh, was or were are any what of, are any of those? Um, your all tenses. <laughs> what are some of your favorite cartoons like from your childhood? And what um, are some of your biggest influences? Oh, okay. So, like, my favorite cartoon of all time is Hey Arnold. Like, that's just, that's number one. Oh, and okay. I, I think usually when people ask me, I kind of always put, um, I put, I usually put Bojack Horseman as the second, and The Simpsons is normally the third, and then you would go, uh, I th- think Boondocks is, I usually say it's after The Simpsons, and then it's, um, I want to say Phineas and Ferb. The thing is, if you want to, like, get, I don't know if people count the Peanut Specials, because they aren't necessarily a series, but those usually go, like, those are, like, number one. Like, I can't live without those. Like, those are... And while I'm telling you now that I that I can't live without them, I just realized that it's November 1st and I didn't watch The Great Pumpkin this year. Like, I'm... <laughs> like, uh, I made myself upset. <laughs> but, uh... But, yeah, those are, like, like, my real... My number one favorites, like... When I was growing up, my my favorite like ever was Ed and Eddie. Like there wasn't shit you could tell me about that for like forever. And then like I got older, and then I started checking out Hey Arnold uh, more because I always really loved it when I was a kid. But when I got older, I started to appreciate it more. And there's definitely shows that are like better made, but I feel like none of them have the atmosphere that Hey Arnold has. Um, okay. Think, okay. Yeah, I think that's I think that's really like my. Uh, like my set stone like reason why it's there and in terms of influences pretty much like everything i just everything i just named the i just did a video on alvin and the chipmunks and that's like really uh an important thing for my art like um growing up seeing those and like um i used to draw like that like the way that the chipmunks look in the 80s cartoon i like kind of taught myself how to draw that way like that was one of the uh, main influences for how i do it and stuff like the little Lulu show of people like David Silverman and Charles Schultz like just the way that they draw really shape the way that I do and I feel like they're like a bunch of people that I'm like leaving out or like it's like inspiration I take from different things like the way I tell jokes sometimes I kind of get from uh those like Dan Snyder shows from Nickelodeon like yeah. <laughs> like I really yes. like, I was like I thought those were like the, the best written things of all time when I was a kid. So I always kind of, I always wanted to like tell jokes that way. Or like even like um mundane stuff like King of the Hill. Like King of the Hill is like great. Like it's it's up there for me. Like I don't think there's any there's a single bad thing I have to say about King of the Hill. I feel like that might be it. I, I know I'll probably like think of something something else because it's, it's, it's just like this long list really. And that's why I kind of had like this kind of pre-made premature top five because I kind of like try to figure this out every once in a while like you know who can I think <laughs> like who, who's number one yeah I mean I understand that because it's like like legit when people ask me what's my favorites or my top five stuff I really don't have an answer and when it comes to cartoons I still don't have an answer because I'm because kind of like you we we both we both grew up on a lot of cartoons yeah um speaking of the boondocks Firstly, rest in peace. Yeah, I feel weird talking about the Bulldogs now, man. It's, yeah. it's so sad. Yeah, I know. And that's 
like when like he told me about it when it happened and that shit and that shit just threw me for a whole loop. I'm just like, fuck. Like I'm like it was it was early in the morning, like Yeah, it was like, for like one o'clock. It was morning. like no, it was like two it was like one, two in the morning. Yeah. And then I, I was like, What? This can't be true. I am refreshed. What else like him? Like, yeah, no, like I, I legit, I legitimately told him to search it up because I thought it was another hoax. And then the rest, because I, because I found out on Instagram, I was like, damn, like the rest of the day, I was like, can't believe he's, he's actually dead. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm saying because like I thought, like I thought when it came up, I thought it was just a whole, a whole hoax. Like the time they said Jackie Chan was dead, like I thought it was just uh-huh. fake. It was just some bullshit. And then when he looked it up and he searched, it was real. I'm just like. You gotta be fucking kidding me. That, that Jackie Chan thing was some shit though. I remember that. There was like a Facebook page that said rest in peace Jackie Chan. Yeah, I remember that shit. And that shit was like, <laughs> I'm like, fuck all of you that did that. <laughs> Firstly, Jackie Chan yeah, is fucking amazing. And how dare you? But yeah, when that shit happened, that shit just, that shit just hurt. <clears throat> It is, and there's and there's few times where it's like the celebrity a celebrity passes and it like really affects me. The last time that last time that really happened was like when Nipsey died. So, yo, I remember I remember vividly. If if, if we're gonna go on a tangent, I remember vividly when like when Houston died mm. and when Michael Jackson uh, died. Mm. <sighs> Fuck. Well, when Houston died, my mom was like so sad that day. When Michael Jackson you know, died, my whole immediate family was, oh my gosh. I got like this like weird uh, flashback this morning because I was talking to, um, you guys know who Mars Reviews is? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I, I was talking to him this morning and I don't know why he was like talking about Jerry Gary Coleman. Oh. But like, he was talking about Gary Coleman and I completely forgot all of that stuff that happened like with his wife. And I remember it because I remember like coming home school and my grandma told me that uh gary coleman died and like that was like a that's like a vivid memory that i have for some reason so just like talking about this like i remember michael jackson vividly i remember mm-hmm. i don't know if i remember what he used in that vividly but for, i remember prince definitely but like yo yo that was no, some bullshit you know what i just remember what aretha franklin died what Wait, nah. Wait, no, wait, wait pause. No, pause. Wait, pause. wait, what? Pause, hold on, pause. Whoa! <laughs> no! Yo! Yo! I got it wrong. Back check your shit! You was about I to give me a whole wrong. heart attack. Don't do that! Don't do that! I think, pause. I think I, Yo, I think. Wait, she did? Yes! Fuck! I didn't know that! Damn it! Damn no. it! Pause. I got it. Wait, no, I was thinking of either it was Aretha Franklin or Maya Angelou. Maya Angelou has died a yeah. while back. Did she, she died. Die like she died when I was in middle school. I'm in college now, like, sir. Then it wasn't Aretha Franklin. Oh yeah, that was last year. What? Yeah. 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 yeah that was. Yeah. I for yo. I forgot all about that. I forgot that funeral. Oh my goodness. And. Oh yeah. And I know Yo. I know it's a tangent, but speaking of that funeral, Al Sharpton was about to risk it all. Staring at that. Literally everybody on that pew was about to risk it all. Fucking staring at Ariana Grande's ass the entire time. Yo, Yo look what you remember from the Aretha Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, boss. That, that shit was long. That that funeral was long as hell. That funeral was long as fuck. Yeah, I remember I remember when that happened. But I remember, look, I'm a person, look, okay, look, 
some people might see me as an asshole, but I just find funny shit where it shouldn't be funny shit at. And okay. that and that entire time, it's like, damn, I'm sad that Aretha's gone, but why is Al Sharpton staring hard as hell at Ariana Grande's ass right now? Like, legit, he's looking over here, nudging the other motherfuckers, sitting right next to him, like, nigga, you are 76! Calm down! <laughs> yo, yo, what's he doing? What's Bill Clinton now? Yeah. Okay! Yo, you, already, you already know Bill was there. Yo, he was yo, ready to oh, get some head. Yo. <laughs> Cause I remember, I think there were like some memes or some shit about Bill Clinton, like, did <laughs> they put his arm around her? Oh yeah, shit. he did. Yeah, he was. Oh, man. I remember that shit. <laughs> uh, we were supposed to be talking about the bootlegs. Yeah, but uh, tangents. Hey man, at least the tangent led to laugh. Yes, led to laughter. It's an everyday part of the anything period podcast. Yes, man, tangents are a part of it. Our nickname really is off on a tangent. That's really our nickname. But hey, anything period podcast. That's the official name of the show. Yes. So. Now tangents are important. They are. Thank you. I appreciate that. Very much so. I'm so gl- I'm so glad you understand and appreciate that. I go in like tangents in like all my videos. And I, I love it. stop in the middle of analysis and then I like tell like some jokes for like 30 seconds. Yeah, it'd be like that. It'd be like that. I I think I remember one of your videos which you do and I forgot which video it was. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> I meant that I saw. No, cuz cuz you cuz again, your your shit is dope. Like anybody who has not Anybody who's listening here who has not subscribed to him, go subscribe to him right now. Right now. Like, right the fuck now. Stop. Like, literally, pause this. I'll give you five seconds. Pause this shit and go subscribe to him. Toonrific Tariq with a Q. Like, yo, stop the pod. Yo, yo, we gotta stop the pod right now. We gotta stop podding and broadcast this man. Toonrific Tariq with a Q. Cause he's like that. So, um, <laughs> so back to the food docs. <laughs> right, okay, yeah, that's- Shit. Okay, so, uh, what do you think of the the new Boondocks art style? And do you prefer that one over the original? And, be- but before you even answer that question, do you think that it's still gonna, you think that everything is done, that it's still gonna go through with the, um, with the actual show? Yeah, because um, because considering uh, John with the spoon passing. Yeah, and it's already it was I guess like it's already supposed to be like inked with like HBO Max and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I remember uh, a couple years ago, I read something that like the Boondocks was the most expensive animated show ever made. So like they kind of like put a lot of money up to already do this, and they kind of brought already brought everybody back already. I've seen something. I guess John Witherspoon said, like, right before he passed that, like, he was busy recording for the reboot. So, like, they're all in, and they're, like, they're really doing this right now. I don't think they can um, back out, no matter how much they probably want to, because they might not even, like, I don't know, because knowing, like, I don't know, like, the crew and, like, Aaron and, like, everybody, I know that they 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 feel weird still going without, um, without spoon and like I know I would but mm-hmm. it, it's, it's still it's still it's still gonna happen they already put like the orders in um for the two seasons what what they're gonna do I'm not sure um I saw a, a video this morning uh from 
uh, Joe Rogan, it was like, it was on my recommended. It was like John Witherspoon and his son, and they were on Joe Rogan, and John Witherspoon's son did like this really great John Witherspoon impression. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. So maybe if they want to like keep Granddad or they have to finish some of his dialogue, they might call his son. I'm not sure. But I don't know. As far as like the art goes, though, like, I don't know. I, I feel like. I feel like I have to see it in motion. Some of the some of the the concepts I haven't really been a big fan of, but it's more for uh, characterization reasons, I guess. Like they kind of took away the the intense like permanent scowl that we had that I kind of thought was like really important. I thought he was always supposed to be pissed off. Like I just thought that that's just how he should be drawn. Or like his outfit in one of them, like he has like. Camo, camo pants on with like this like zip up hoodie and it's like I don't think I don't think he would wear that like why does he have that on? But that's like real like nitpicky stuff. But and other than that like you know like they put out like expression charts to like the characters emoting differently and stuff like that. I think all of that stuff looks fine. I really just kind of like want to see what it looks like fully animated or like um, what type of motion style they're gonna go with but like what studio they're gonna use or anything like that. Okay. Oh, that reminds me. Cause you know, uh, you know how there's always like fan art floating around from Boondocks. How they're always like dressing them up in, like yeah. different fits, mm-hmm. and, like older and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> I don't know what they're gonna do. I mean, we we've all seen the concept art. I feel like they better do it justice. Cause season season three was not it. You mean season? Was it season four? Season? Yeah, I think so. Let me look that shit up. Let me back check my shit. Yeah, I think it was <laughs> season pretty four, sure. sir. The one, the one where Aaron left, the one where Aaron left. Yeah, season four. The one where we got uh, uh, Kardashian parody and like shit with smartphones and shit that one. And the Chris Brown episode. Was that season four? I I unironically enjoyed that Pretty Boy Flizzy joint. Like I thought that shit was hilarious. It's like Michael B. Jordan playing Uh as Chris Brown, I think. Yeah, that was season four. Speaking of which, what the fuck were they doing with season four? Like, a couple of the episodes were good, but like, Bruh, the fact, like, season four was just, it felt like, it felt just like cash grab. That's all it felt like. It just like, hey, y'all like, y'all like Boondocks, right? Here's more episodes. I don't know, I kind of, because <coughs> looking, looking back on this, uh, looking back on like, the show, like the, I know the third season is like really fun and it has like a, like a lot of really fun episodes. But if you think in retrospect, like it doesn't have as much to say as the rest of the series did. Like the third season is just kind of around to be like, like, um, like extra padding. Does, uh, he does like, the, this guy that does these like, um, Boondocks analysis videos called Operation Black Steel. His name is the Storyteller. And nigga, yes, nigga, hell yeah, yes, I hell watched. yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. Hey, that's my man. That's my man. That's my man. So, <laughs> yeah, I was I was talking to him about it. He, he called season three the anime season because it just kind of like they just kind of go all out and kind of do whatever they want. That's and the true. fourth season mm-hmm. has stuff to say. It's just kind of boring. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like they don't really like go anywhere with it. They don't take in any any uh twists and turns I have or do any like funny stuff with it. It's just kinda there and it's just kinda really better and um like it's it's kinda talking to you but it just kinda like bores you while it's doing it, you know. Yeah. And that's I feel like the first and the second season were really, really good at um juggling like 
comedy and heart, especially the first season. And like the, yeah. the second and third are just like just they're just like really great television. You know what I mean? Like even if it's not trying to talk to you the entire time, you still like enjoy what you're seeing, you still enjoy the characters, you know, you still like are in this world. And the fourth season kind of just like took everybody out of it. And also the whole I kinda had this theory in my head that this whole thing where they like told everybody like, oh, okay, Aaron's not here. It kind of just, it made everybody a little harder on it. Yeah. Because everybody's just kind of like, all right, now we watching y'all kind of thing. And I feel like if everybody just kind of thought Aaron was there, they probably would still think it's the worst season, but they probably wouldn't be as hard on it as they are. Absolutely. I, no, I, I agree with that theory because at the same time, it's like, at the same time, you're taking away the same person who made it. Essentially, you're taking away the person who already has a vision for it and see where it's supposed to go or see where he wants it to go. So, if anything, they're gonna be more they're gonna be more critical, more of a keen eye because it's like now you're taking the person away who had the vision, who made the vision, and who vision we essentially love to this point. So now, what are you gonna do with it? And we don't want you to sully what he has created and what we love. Yeah, and. I think the, with the third, with the uh, with the fourth season, I think a lot of people kind of overlook the fact that, like, yeah, even though Aaron, like, like you're right, it is like his, it's, it's his character, it's his vision. One of the most important players in that was Carl Jones, and he wasn't there. Like, he left after the third season too. Oh damn! So like, you're kind of missing just like these two really big um, influences, like puzzle pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like it's really important to like the way that the show was ran and like they're not there and it's kind of like I don't know it's still it was still like I think like uh, I don't want to mess his name up I think it's Rodney Burns uh, who's another guy who uh, works on the show he used to work on Everybody Hates Chris too like I know he was still there there's still like key people there but I think that kind of proves that animation or even the show in general is just like a, a a collaborative thing that you need like all of these players there um, you can't just kind of do it with just one or just a few. You kind of got to bring them all there. Uh, just just out of curiosity, I like the first three seasons because we don't know it's the fourth one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what what are your top three three or five? Three. What are your top three favorite episodes of Blue Box? Um. Ooh. <laughs> that's a good ass question. What are my favorite Boondocks episodes? That's a that's a big question to ask. Though. That's a good question. Um, it might not. It might. I don't. I don't think it's on my list. But I kind of just want to bring it up. That last one. I think it's called. It's going down. Where they like. There's like a bomb in like this like building, and like Huey and Uncle Ruckus go there, and they get on like this chase with like the school bus. And like there's this guy they hire to kick people in the nuts. Like it's like really it's Yo. like wild. I just I watched that like a couple months ago and I forgot how hilarious it was. Like that one is just like this is terrible. But oh man, what are like some of the ones that I feel really You say that and I mean you think of stomp him in the nuts. Stomp him in the nuts. Nah, that that, that record plays while he does it. That's the funny I like uh, those, the Story Against Delicious episodes, the two. Um, just because I feel like it, they, they both kind of like really say a lot about, uh, I guess, yeah, they both really, really say a lot about like homophobia, like in the black community. And I think it's, they're both like written really, really, really well. 
Mm. Uh, I'm trying to think. What else is it? I don't know. They, those two episodes that maybe I maybe like I agree with y'all on like some of these. Okay. Also, can we mind the fact that they predicted Young Thug? Yeah, it's true. It's very much true. Y'all yeah, remember when like, Young Thug changed his name to Sex? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that was that was a that was a part of my memory I didn't want reminded of, but okay, cool. Um, but yeah, so um, damn it, now you, now you say that you made me think of when Two Chain changed his name to Young Titty Boy. Two Chainz, his first name was Titty Boy. Yeah, that's right, Titty Boy, that's right. And then he like, apparently Two Chainz has been rapping since I was born, because he's been rapping since 97, I didn't know that. I did not know that either. Yeah. Also, fun fact, did you know that Gucci Mane has over 100 mixtapes? That makes sense. It does, it does. It makes a lot, it makes a lot of sense. I'm pretty sure he doesn't have more songs than Lil B. <laughs> but, um... Okay, so yeah, what are some of your what are some of your favorites? Okay, <clears throat> non restricted as to how many because I can you know I can go for. Okay, okay, okay. Memorable episodes. Five, five, five. five. Okay, because because yeah, you could go on a whole hour on ten, uh, and I don't need that right now. <laughs> uh, first, first one that comes to mind is that Kill a Comfortable Bitch. Oh, that's that was a great episode. episode. Uh, number two. Now I gotta look, now I gotta look this shit up. Okay, let's see. Okay. Number two, fucking Home Alone, just for that that one sequence. It was mostly just them having, just going back and forth, attacking each other, and I love it. Also, you talk about you talk about in the first minutes. No, no, oh, no I, throughout the whole episode. Ah, okay. Like that's the point where uh, we had to tie Riley up, like put him in the fucking closet. Oh yeah, yeah. And then at the same time, Granddad was on a he was on a trip. And he he's, he was not what he expected. Uh, another episode, fucking uh, the Red Ball. That whole fucking episode, the Kickball episode. Yes. Damn it, I was gonna say that shit. I that was you. cool as shit. Was I was gonna it. say that shit. Oh, fucking! You know what I was talking about? Me of? What? Uh, the 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 hateocracy. Yes, the Steve Miner three. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm back, nigga. Uh, oh, fucking! Was it was it the story of Lando Freeman? Was it no? It wasn't. It wasn't Lando. It was Catcher Freeman. Yes, that nigga's like Batman, and he wasn't even crazy yet. That's, that's the that's what his slave says. Your master, the end, got a message to you. <laughs> He's like the end of who? The end of my dick. <laughs> <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> Second of that, like they played that shit in a barbershop when I was a kid, and I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Um, shit. Um, one of my favorites is Let's Nab Oprah. That shit is classic. Um, this is classic. Yes, everything from yeah. the actual plan to the fucking fight between uh, Huey and um, Machito Brown. Yes, Mushido Brown. Um, that one, um, the kickball episode. Oh yeah, cause, cause that shit was that shit was just crazy. The one where Riley went against that bully. Oh wait, wait, hold on. Shit, I forgot what it was called. Damn. Actually, matter of fact, the one where you guys chained up. Yeah. And he had to like get it back. 
Yes, that one, and also the one oh, with. Oh shit! I forgot about that. Also, the one where he was with um, what's his name? Um, that badass kid. Smoking with cigarettes. <laughs> yes, that nigga. Yes, that nigga. <laughs> that's the smoke. Smoking with cigarettes. I know the name of that one. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, it's smoking with cigarettes. That that shit. That shit is still crazy. Um, and now nah, so this this one's an honorable mention. Um, the one where um. No, 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 no. The one where Riley uh, end up saving a, a shop that was about to rob. Remember that episode? And they got seen as head. And they got they was essentially praised for that shit. They had a whole shootout. And they had a whole shootout oh, in the convenience yeah. store. Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, I remember that episode. Uh, what? I'm not sure if that was a. I'm not sure if that was the same episode or I think it was a different episode from when like it just came on. It's like, like shit. Fuck. I'm trying to remember. You you're not going to Ed's house. And I said no. And they went the fuck off in the beginning. Uh, that's uh, I think that's Let's Have Oprah. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, bet. Within yeah, that whole I episode, is... a couple years ago. I think that is Let's Have Oprah. Okay, bet. Within that whole episode, is gold from beginning to end. That's it. Ah <laughs> uh, man. Um. Yeah. So those those are some of my top ones. Also, in the hateocracy, are we are we not gonna skip over how? Bushido Brown just had his head chopped off like it was nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Because when we saw that shit, we're like, oh, no, they're fucked. Because this motherfucker took out Huey with with the gaunt, with the fucking electric gauntlet on. Wait, pause. I want to talk about something right quick. Because everybody, everybody, like a lot of people always say who win the fight, like Huey and Riley and shit like that, right? Huey, here's, obviously. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let me tell you some shit. Like, like Riley, let's be honest. He they, can't. He can't fight. I mean, he can, we know this. He really can't. Fight. <laughs> we know. Huey, Huey, like even though he does a lot of awesome shit, like he's got his ass beat multiple times throughout the show. He got beat by Bushido Brown, who's a fucking bodyguard like, for Oprah. Like he Oprah, got, but, back in two thousand and seven. He's like ten. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like he got look, he got beat by Bushido Brown. Okay, Bushido Brown is a bodyguard for Oprah back in 2007. Do you remember how big Oprah was in 2007? Uh, yes. <laughs> niggas, 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 she was on Drake and Josh as a cameo. Yo, and that was the plot of the whole episode. She was in there for three seconds. That was it. She got hit with the car, and that was it. And that wasn't even her. <laughs> <laughs> that was a badass stunt double, and that was the whole premise of a whole Jack and Josh episode that's memorable to this day. Are you kidding what me right now? What the, what the fuck was Oprah doing in the street to where she <laughs> <was> <laughs> <my> <laughs> That's true. She's supposed to have 30 bodyguards around her at all times. Uh, at this point, Oprah on Oprah on TV was essentially the equivalent of what Ellen is on daytime TV now. Yeah, that part. So again, so what? What is this bullshit you're talking about now between Huey and Riley? Oh yeah, everybody acts like they can fight. I mean, they can. No, like, Riley cannot fight for Riley shit. Riley can't fight for shit. We've seen that. Huey, Huey can fight. And the only, the only time, the time that Huey got beat Huey, was because of the fucking hateocracy. No, okay, they killed Bushido no, Brown. Huey, Huey, Huey got beat by um, Bushido Brown himself. Again, he's ten years old, and he got beat by the killer kung fu wolf bitch who fought in the fucking Kumite. What's up? <laughs> The funny thing is that you bring that up, I was gonna like say that that's one of my favorite ones. Cause that shit is hilarious. It yes really is. it is. <laughs> I didn't realize until I was like, until I saw it a couple months ago, but there's like a part where um they like, uh, who is this? Is it Al Green? Is that the story they tell? Like with like the, uh, where his girl like comes in and like he's cheating on her. 
and then she like stomps him out. Oh, who was that? Who was that? Because I know, I know what you're talking about. It, whoever it is, if you watch that episode again, there's like, there's like a, a bootleg version that never gonna give me what that plays in the background, but it's like a guy, it's like he's humming it. That and uh, balling, the one with Riley plays basketball. Oh, oh yes, he can dribble, but he can't shoot. He can't shoot for shit. <laughs> Yeah, nah, he, he like, he sources up the dribbling and shit, but like, and then like, that's the crazy thing is, it's like, he's like crossing up, crossing over all the kids, and then he finally like, is about to shoot the ball, and then he stops, and he tells Tom that that's all he gets for free, and then he puts him on the court, and he can't like, make a single bucket, so like, That reminds me, speaking of, well actually, I have no way, I have no way to segue this in. Hey man, be like Paul Blart, just get on the segue and go. Okay, so. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, how do I connect this to the next topic? Uh, what do you? What's the next do topic? you? It's, it's going to be about like uh, representation, like if cartoons from yesteryear, like in the nineties and shit, is that better representation wise than now? Oddly enough, this shit just became very meta, and we ended up making it a segue by asking what was the segue. So yes. yeah. There, there. <laughs> y'all bodied that. Y'all bodied that. That was hard. It was. Because back in the day, we had like Fillmore. Hell yeah. Fillmore was the shit. Okay, focus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had. We had Fillmore. We had like Codename Kids Next Door. When like, like number five. Mm-hmm. We had like. Hey Arnold. With Gerald. Yeah. Susie Carmichael from Rugrats and All Grown Up. Count that we don't we don't count all going on because it, it, it started out as like a special shit and then it we got don't we don't we don't count to us on the show but yeah, I don't uh, have all of that other other black cartoon characters from back in the day uh, a proud family of like course. like a whole family of black people of course a proud family how could I forget yes I I feel like representation like how do I how do I explain this like. I feel as though representation of yesteryear in more than just cartoons and cartoons and sitcoms and all that had a better and bigger representation than it does now. I I, I agree with you, but I feel like it's it's different based off on climate, like on the nation climate. Like back in the day, nobody really paid attention to race like that. Now what? Let me explain. Let me explain. Yo, let me let me explain. You realize what you're talking about. Let me you're talking about the '90s. I think I know what he means. Like, like back in the day, like, like mid 2000s, right? We had American Dragon, Jake Long. We had Juniper Lee. We they had were the Duffy. same show on two different networks. <laughs> you're right. We had the Proud hey, Family. Man. We had fucking just a great mix. We had that's a Raven. We had like a great mix of shit, right? Yes. We and like back in the '90s, we had Sister Sister. We had, bro, we had Family Matters, we had Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, we had, um... Not, not to mention, like, one-on-one fucking, uh, Girlfriends, like, yeah, like shit that was on UPN. Jamie Foxx show, um, there was a yeah. mad, there was a lot of black Like, UPN shit. was black as fuck. Yeah. But, at some point, like, back, back in the day... Moesha. Mo- the Parkers. Focus! <laughs> okay. So yeah, we back in the day we had like a bunch of a huge roster of like representation and shit, right? 
Now with Malcolm and Eddie. Now Leo Hughley show. Malcolm and Eddie. Yes. <laughs> I forgot, forgot about Malcolm and Eddie. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a hidden gem. Wayne's Brothers. Wait, wasn't there wasn't wasn't there a show called like Boys from Outer Space or shit? I think that was a movie. Yeah. I think that was a movie. Yeah, that was a movie. I'm gonna look that shit. That was a movie, bro. On Boys from Outer Space. That was that was dead ass a movie. We had Boys from Outer Space. Yeah, we had. That was a. I was right. Fuck yeah. It was a sitcom that aired on UPN from 1996 to 1997. Oh. What the fuck was going on on UPN? <laughs> <laughs> Anything black. <laughs> That's why. I thought UPN had all of this shit. Like, what? This, like, in the house, they had all of this. And then, like, in the corner, you just had, like, the first season of Home Movie. <laughs> like, what does this have to do? Why is this here? And I'm like, why not? Producing all of these, like, blinky black sitcoms. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What about Smart Guy? Oh yeah, smart guy. Smart guy, what's that shit? Okay, the point is, the point that I'm trying to make is that shit in like the 90s and like early 2000s was hella varied as far as like representation goes. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. it's not the same. That, that's like, what I said. Like, that's no, what I said. <laughs> but, Did they say yeah, that? Like, like the only show that I can think of that like has a black main lead is like Craig of the Creek. Oh, you in this fucking show, Craig of the Creek. Damn it, nigga, pause. I, I know on. you love it. I want to go on tangent real quick. Craig of the Creek is like one of the best black shows, black it, feeling it, shows, even though it's made by two white people. Oh no, yeah, Craig of the Creek is crank. Like you can tell, like I don't know who they got to like write for it, but you can tell they just tried to make it as like authentic as possible. And I love you that. See, shit. Like, the, you see that episode where like they like his family comes from like down south. And yeah. it's like they got like Lil Rel and uh, Tisha Campbell and like this, all of these like people, and they talk just like any black family would. Like that shit is like mad cool to see. Hell yeah! But um, shit, that that like episode where they spent like the whole day in the salon, and like mm-hmm. yo, that episode where they where this nigga I forgot his name, but this nigga like he came from like the future or some shit. That episode, and then that episode where, uh, like, there was this black girl, she was, like, in a Sailor Moon outfit, and she was, like, super positive and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Basically, everybody's, like, the the gang, the main characters, they're just like, why are you so happy all the time? <laughs> they sound like you. <laughs> and she's just like, because, like, that's my power. Like, because people made fun of me, so I decided, fuck that shit, I'm be positive. Of the best thing there is, but yeah, That's like nigga, Craig the Crick is that shit. Yeah, but it. no, no, yeah. tell no, no, tell him, tell him the shit you told me about what about being a spiritual successor to to a oh, very popular show. Yeah, fuck, Craig the Creek is Loki a spiritual successor to uh, Conan Kiss Next Door because they both have like really big hands. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even, I ain't even think shit. I ain't even think about that. But I was thinking about like the fucking. <laughs> overarching plot in the show with like uh like the neighbor like the neighboring town or like neighborhood or some shit yeah with like shit like that like with the archer and stuff I forgot his name like the watcher or some shit I don't know but yeah that's my theory no I, I see what you mean they're kind of like I wouldn't say that they're similar in tone but just like um the kind of 
the world that they set up, like both of these cartoons set up, is like kind of similar in the way that they go about it. Kids Next Door kind of like took itself really seriously after the first season, which I think is like really, really cool. Yeah. Um, Greg the Creek kind of handles this a little lighter, but it just, just this like, this like way of like these kids creating this world for themselves. They, they like, they are really, really similar. They both like really push the imagination. Yeah, like what I love about this show is that. Craig the Creek is a lot more grounded than Conan gets in this world because who has a fucking who has the time to build a, a giant tree house in space? Well, no, to, but to be to be to be fair, Conan Conan the door that was an actual organization. And Craig the Creek is mostly imagination. Yeah, that's true. That's that's true. But like the like I'm not explaining like the way that like they, it's an actual generational thing. That's true. Like the way they talk about like situations and stuff, mm-hmm. it they make it seem so important and so like vital and so like mm-hmm. urgent right mm-hmm. like to, and, and then when I even think about like further like outside of this outside of the show itself like of course because they're kids because shit like that is important to them yeah where are you going with this I have no idea <laughs> but <laughs> we we just kind of ended up on kids next door and Gregory Creek. Yes, but I'm finally by the way. Um, um, you did like ask me like this like representation question that I kind of just like never answered. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Do you think that uh, representation from back in the day, uh, there was more representation back in the day than there is now? Um, I will say I think it kind of like depends on. Um, like what like what exactly uh you're talking about because as far as like live action stuff to like film you know like we we have arguably we kind of have a little more like that too depending on like where you look uh whether you're talking about like um the bigger films that uh that premiere and sell out theaters or you talk about the shows that like get all of the Emmys like Insecure or Blackish or something like that or even like it's like there's like a lot there's, there's still like um, stuff going on and it's like on like all these different platforms but as far as as far as animation I, I do kind of feel like um, it's kind of dropped a bit but I think that has to do with the trend so like when we were growing up like the cartoons were more about kids so you would have shows like recess like hey arnold like as to that would really be about kids and kid situations you know like i don't know like brace face and stuff like that but um by the time we by, by, by like by right now um cartoons are really fascinated now with telling stories about like the abnormal and like um all of this like really adventurous stuff adventure time regular show like these things that aren't really humanoid and they like they do like all of this really weird experimental stuff which is great um so we don't really focus on uh humans anymore that era is kind of passed everything's kind of fantastical now so we don't really um there isn't there isn't really much space to have um characters from like all different ones so like they kind of uh they kind of like do it now they kind of do it in like allegory if they're going to talk about um my uh minorities and such they're going to do it in a way where it's like you can see where they're coming from and it's not as scary as it is in the real world something like zootopia they just kind of uh 
Yeah, you just tell the whole thing in like allegory you can and stuff. Um, but yeah, it, I can't even like I don't like you said like Craig of the Creek and I don't know I don't know if people want to count Doc McStuffin like I don't because that that's happening. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I think I it. think honestly like for us I think it's like smaller honestly in animation. But like if you if you're talking about like the Latino community like. They, they have like uh, I think it's called Victor and Valentino hell yeah there's that there's um, that Loud House spinoff just premiered a couple days ago there was a spinoff? yeah with uh, Ronnie Ann Lincoln's girlfriend that like had, uh, I think she's Mexican yeah she's Mexican like her uh, it's oh. like about her family oh yeah I heard about that shit yeah that, they dropped the first episode not so I watched a little of it I'm trying to think. I feel because it's just it's. I feel like people now are just like I said are trying to like experiment with um, that normal, and because of it, they just like push the representation uh, and stuff aside. And, and I think because we kind of do that, I feel like people kind of search. Uh, they kind of search a little harder for it, and then they get like really upset when they don't see it. I saw some like really weird article after Toy Story 4 came out and like somebody was complaining that there wasn't any representation. I'm like, these are like plastic toys. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Uh, do you want like Bonnie to be black? Like they already kind of like had the design out. That's true. But yeah. I don't know. I, I, I feel like we might just kind of get into this thing where like eventually like shows about kids will be cool again. And then we will get that back and we'll probably get it even better like and stronger than ever really because i was kind of thinking about it the other day and like i really it's almost you know what it was yesterday i think we were watching this movie midsummer and it came out like this year i think but it there's still it still falls into that trope of like there's like all these white main characters and there's the one black one and that like now I, it, that's kind of like borderline offensive like, why is there always just the one black one in this one group of friends? Like, it yeah. is always like that. Like, you might as well leave him out. Yeah, yeah he's like, gonna I die. Know. That's it. Is he there to be black? You like, can literally there... just replace him with anybody else at this point. Literally. A yeah, black point. I, I don't know. It's, it's kind because of, you don't need a reason to give a character uh, the race that they are or whatever. But it's like that tokenism thing is just like, it's really annoying. It is. It's like okay, we'll just give you, we'll give you this one. Now you can't say that we didn't do it. And I don't know. It, it bothers me every once in a while. I feel like it's hard to believe that we're still doing that. I feel like they were, if if somebody were to say, oh, we need an all white cast or some shit, somebody would probably say it's racist. Somebody would probably yeah. say it's racist. Yeah, but at the same time, we already we already say a lot of Hollywood racist regardless. So if anything, that would just solidify our thoughts. But they always try to give you that one token black guy, then kill him off five minutes into the movie, so that way they can focus on the wholeheartedly white cast. Oh, like I wish they would at least make it realistic, like be like, "Hey guys, yeah, maybe we should fucking escape and not be here." And like along the way, he gets killed or some shit. Yeah, like, I'm saying, I'm saying, because like at the same time, like that's for example, like with the scary movie too. You saw how you saw like literally the parody of it. They were like, like hold up, hold up, hold up. How come, how come every single time we're in this game place, everybody always gotta split up? How all you stick together? Then like, okay, all the white ones, come with me. And then they left all the black, <laughs> they left 
the rest of the black character, she's like, oh, we gonna die. <laughs> but but that satire, that satire actually, that was like when Scary Movie actually made like, like commentary on this with the satire. Yeah. Because like, because like, the essential point is that like, essentially the black character is just there to be black. He's not there to have any substantial, any substantial role. Maybe to be the the sacrifice later on. But then they don't still don't give him enough development for him to actually be, actually like people actually care about him dying. Because at the same time, you see one black guy and a whole cast of white people like. It's, it's sad that we immediately think like, oh yeah, he's gonna die. Okay, so he's not gonna be here. That reminds me. When it comes to representation, we don't, we, we shouldn't, and we don't want like the bare minimum. What, what having a black person in the, in the main cast of like Midsummer is? That's basic representation. Just having that person there. That's not. Let, that's not. That's hold, not representation. Hold, that's stereotype. Hold on. Hold on. I'm, I'm saying that having them there saying oh I see myself that's basic representation even though within the context of it being a horror movie and that person's probably gonna die first that's stereotype but on a basic level that's representation we don't want basic representation we want complex representation we want characters that have similar experiences to us that we can relate to. Yeah, and that, yeah, and that's and that's part of the reason why I appreciate Jordan Peele and what he's been doing the past few years. Because if anything, he's done. If anything, like with his movies, like the past two, and him like doing like the Twilight Zone, mm-hmm. he's essentially he's essentially <laughs> establishing the fact of because in a lot of horror movies, like we just talked about, the black person is usually always either the dummy, the jock. The person that's killed first or the sacrifice towards the end and what i love about what he's doing is that he's like no these are black families and like no these are black people how black people actually act not not some oh my gosh i don't know what's gonna happen and he acts just as dumb and dopey as everybody else in the cast but yet he dies off first yeah we but don't do it. we don't have any we don't have white people shit and the thing here. exactly and the thing about it is that like if you actually look back, there's actually like a like a little like a little doc documentary or whatever on this. But it's kinda like essentially black people have always been disregarded when it came to horror movies. The first time a black person was ever like the hero or the last person survived, it wasn't a horror movie. It was I forgot what it was called, but it was Night, essentially like black and like, white. Was it like Night of the Living Dead or some shit like that? I think it was some shit like that, yeah. Or like that's the first time or, or invasion of the bias or some shit. It, like it was that. something like that. But essentially it was the first time that you saw a black person not black face but like an actual black person not only survive but actually take command and was actually a progressive character it wasn't just a reactive character yeah because usually we're seen as monsters yes mm-hmm. wow i made sense right there that was great nice and now uh, you body that thank you it reminds me of, uh i saw this like video essay by lindsay ellis where she was talking about uh early monster movies and how they're kind of like allegories for minorities like yeah pretty much like taking all the white women mm-hmm. oh yeah like yeah like they always kind of whatever the monster is they always they always kind of like take the damsel in distress and then it's like it's like up to the strong white man to come in and stop them that pattern is like littered throughout literally every 
a horror film um, yes. from that era. It's scary how many parallels you can make to that, you know. And to see that this was just like this was really like a fear that that people had that they would like put into their work, and you know, something that they like legitimately, legitimately believed, like, and that they saw it, and they saw us like this, and that we weren't like like normal, like we all are. We all have, uh, uh, we all come with different personalities, and um, we all do different things. We all talk different ways. And that's why, like, any um, any character is really important because there could be a person that's exactly that, you know? Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is that when you make all of the characters the exact same way, then it just kind of, it kind of lessens the blow. It's like, okay, well, we we understand that um, you feel like black people are this way, but did you know that they're also this way that way? Like, that weird trend, uh that like cartoons and TV shows uh, late 90s, mid 2000s had with like geeky black characters. Mm-hmm. It's like after a while, it's like, it kind of got on my nerves because I wasn't, I wasn't exactly like those characters. I wasn't, I wasn't like Tucker from Danny Phantom. I wasn't like Cookie from Nesda Classic. Like I, I didn't walk around my backpack on my shirt tucked in, like playing on my pager or they talking latest technology. like. And we don't all do that, you know, we don't, and they always felt the need to get, like, these characters, like, glasses. Like, I, I don't know, like, it's just, like, mad little things that you pick up on, and you only pick up on them when they become a pattern, mm-hmm. when they become, like, a trend. But if you, if you litter just, like, all these different um, styles and faces and different ways that they speak, I don't, I don't even think it would be something that people would notice. I don't think people will point out oh, the black guy dies at the end of every, uh, he's the first guy that, that dies in every horror film. I don't think people would even add out if there wasn't consistency to it. If they, if they just kind of like layered these and I don't know, like just didn't kind of like see somebody else do it and say, oh, okay, I guess this is how I'm supposed to do a black character. I'm not black. I don't know any black, but black character here. So let me just do what I saw. And that's... I don't know. It's like I can kind of, I, I guess, in a way, I can kind of understand that mindset. But when you think like that, you're thinking as kind of some like anomaly, or not. You can't just like write this like where you can't. You can write this like your white friend that you met down the street that you lived next to you for two years. Like, mm-hmm. who's to say I'm not exactly like that? Yeah, I get exactly what you mean. And and even with you saying that, there's two things I two things I thought about. One, essentially, how like. How you said, like, essentially, like, monsters and monster movies. For example, King Kong. Mm-hmm. And if we're really going to go back and we're going to talk about the racism from, like, from the earliest of cinema, Birth of a Nation. I was about to say I that. I know you were. Oh, was. yeah. Birth of a fucking nation. Literally a white person in blackface talking about they wanted to take and rape a white woman. It's literally always a white woman. Also, the second thing I want to say is that, like, with you, with you bringing that up, I real, I, I just peeped that, essentially, whenever they try to rebrand or bring on a new perspective or like a different, like version of black people, they end up making that into a stereotype as well, and that, that's something, that's something you just brought to my attention, and that is annoying. First is that we're all monsters, we're all ignorant. Then it's we're all jocks. I'm sorry, yeah, but first we're all monsters, we're all ignorant, we only want to rape and pillage. Then it's, oh yeah, we're all jocks, we're all athletic, we're all physically fit to the T. Then it's, um, 
then it's, oh, we're all lazy. We don't want to do shit. Or we're just always the, that funny friend that you happen to have. Yeah. And uh-huh. then it's, oh, yeah, every black kid is a nerd. They wear glasses. They have this. They have that. It's like literally every single time you try to show a different dimension, you end up making it into a stereotypical representation of something that only describes as a like few as opposed to the whole. Because the whole is not one thing. Because if the whole was one thing, then would then we will all have one collective hive mind, and that is not the case at all. Yes, yeah, dynamic. We're dynamic characters, not static. Absolutely. And we should be treated as such. I think it, I kind of realized this weird thing where, at a certain point, it kind of felt like they were almost kind of scared to. Um, if they were going to do a black family, they it's like they purposefully made them better off than every character. And I don't know if anybody else has ever realized this, but like yes. AJ and like Fairly Odd Parents are like like the Hibberts, like the, the Doctor family in The Simpsons, or like even like Gerald's family, or like they, or Su- Susie is the one I was really thinking about, Susie Carmichael from The Reverence. Like yeah, they all, they have like these really, really like successful families. Oh, my mom's yeah. a lawyer. My dad writes music for like, it's like Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, like, and, and even with that, like even with that, we can talk about examples of sitcoms, like like with Family Matters, they was very well off. Like what, like with Steve Urkel and his parents were traveling all over the world, even I though mean, they technically didn't really give I mean, a shit about him, but still, like his his people was well off. I mean, like in um oh, like in Fresh Prince of Bel Air, they showed an ex- extravagant extravagant family. Dude, I, I mean, this is. Here's what I think. I think that when it comes like, like I guess like the sixties or some shit, whenever the Cosby Show first started. Oh like, yeah, and the Cosby. That was, that's the exact thing. Was, was the Cosby like, Show. That was in the seventies. I know. That was the eighties. That was the eighties. Oh shit. The point I'm trying to make is that like white people, when it comes to portraying us, they don't really have a blueprint for that because mm-hmm. it hasn't really happened before in whatever time period, right? Yeah. So. When they they try to they I feel like in in some instance they want to portray us as normal people but they don't know how to do that so they overcorrect either overcorrect and make us like super successful or undercorrect it and, and make, make us and make us ignorant homeless or some other variation of bullshit yes yeah, so it's like just violent thugs right yeah. there's never a middle yeah right we're always playing the battle of extremes there's some other shit I was gonna say but I forgot what it was. Yeah. You know what's weird? I don't know if this is like the origin of that, but uh, you know, you know, Good Times, right? Absolutely, yeah. love it. Okay, so um, Good Times is a spinoff of All in the Family. Yeah. Well, it's, technically, it's, a, it's a spinoff of Maud, and Maud is a spinoff of All in the Family. Mm-hmm. And um, they're all created by the same guy. I believe his name is Norm. And um, you know, when they were doing Good Times, I read this article that um, one of my professors gave me, and apparently. While doing good times, the Black Panthers came to his office and asked him why the only black family on television was um, was poor. And he said, he said, you're right. So then the Jeffersons happened, Jefferson, which is also yeah. a spinoff of All in the Family. Yeah. And he made that to show uh, a well-off black character, well-off black family that could hold their own. And I believe they were like, they were all like right same time so you got these two that are spinoffs of the exact same franchise and they're both on those two different elements of the spectrum that you were just talking about there wasn't something like smack dab right in the middle of that and i feel like people might have just looked at that and said okay this might these are like the two ways 
we've seen it done because those two were the first time anything like that was ever done really yeah yeah, yeah it kind of it kind of followed that dream. even like you know like the importance is it is important to show them well off like i've heard people say that the cosby show in a different world were the reason that they went to college because they 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 grew up and saw that and realized that it was possible you know that type of stuff is definitely important to have it's definitely have successful families but it is also important to have families that go through a little struggle that can't be fixed in 30 minutes to show that it's possible and show that the importance of being together it's not necessarily just about oh, okay you're getting picked on at school let me help you it's also about like we're a family stick together and we had to go through these things that reminds me yeah. uh let me ask you a question mm-hmm. i mean this is the most thing okay <laughs> Uh, when was the last time you saw a black family or just like a black sitcom ever have like a divorce? Marlon? Uh, oh, damn, yeah, I, I think that might be my answer. <laughs> I mean, I was hoping you were gonna say, like, never, but okay. But, but, yeah, no, like, like that, like, like the premise is like, Marlon is like this weird, like, he's. I mean, yeah, like, like the whole premise. I mean, it, yeah, like, that's true, but I mean, like, as a storyline. Yeah, he's always like at the house. Like, they talk about it, like, oh, we're divorced. It's like, you still go to your ex-wife's house and, like, make tents and sleep under the tent? Like... Yeah, the uh, thing the thing about it is that he actually based that based out of his real life. Like, he, he, he said, he's essentially saying that, like, him and his ex-wife are still just cool like that. The, the point that I'm trying to make is that Blackish, right? Yeah. Blackish had this... Blackish... <laughs> Blackish. <laughs> you heard that too? <laughs> okay, so so Blackish had this like I guess arc because mm-hmm. Blackish is an anime. Uh, Blackish had this arc you. where uh, the the main characters, the parents, Dre and Bo, went like they went through a divorce, right? Mm-hmm. It, it canonically it, it came out of nowhere, but it's not the point. The point is, like, those three, maybe four episodes mm-hmm. were, like, they were directed by, I think the first episode was directed by Tracy Ellis Ross. Either it was the first episode or all of them. Okay. But that episode, like, really portrayed divorce in a, a realistic way. And I've never seen that before. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, it's, it's great that we have black creators and black uh, creators in the director's chair okay but yeah it's great that we have them in the director's uh chairs in the producer's chairs in the writer's room to actually like give not only give us a voice but have that be authentic and real yeah and actually get paid for it and get paid for it because you don't you don't know how many times people have been given their opinion or either way somebody from somebody from an office has asked somebody for their opinion on how they would handle it and then as soon as they give them that, that's it. Uh-huh. They take it, run with it, make money off it, and then the person that gave them that idea gets nothing. And at the same time, too, even with that, even with that, we are. It is great that now we actually do have a lot more. We do have a lot more black people that's actually in the director seat. That's actually in the writing room. Because, like for example, Malcolm and Eddie. Mm-hmm. The reason why that show ended was because they didn't understand how it was for two. African American men who actually own businesses to how they would operate and how they usually run. That's the reason why it ended because if anything, they didn't understand them. They didn't understand the character. They didn't understand how how they would actually act in the situation. And when they tried to have their input, they was disregarded. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, okay. <laughs> that's how I end. That's how I end. That's a smooth <laughs> transition right there. But yeah. But uh, yeah. <laughs> should I go into a conclusion? Ah, uh, why? Okay, wait. Hold up. Question. We can make this an hour dirty. Wait, question. Um, okay, so, okay, so, growing up, right? I want you to list. Okay, so we're gonna have different eras, all right? You're tune terrific Tariq, so I'm assuming you've seen a lot of cartoons from the '90s. Okay, yeah. Except what's like your it's like your top tier list from cartoons from the '90s and cartoons from 2000s and like the 2010s. Okay, so for the '90s, you know The Simpsons, uh, mm-hmm. Hey Arnold, Animaniacs is like. Ooh, yeah. I think it's like it's, it's it's up there. It's like you know, a lot of the, a lot of like the really really like heavy hitters came at like the end of the decade. So there's like power yeah. from and like Dexter's Lab. I'm trying to think like what else is like. I, I think it's just like really really like great um, from that era because it shows that I like like a lot of shows that I really really love are from that era, mm-hmm. but. To say that they're the best of the era is like I'm not particularly sure. Like I love Rocco's Modern Life, but I don't know if I would say it's like the best that the era had to offer. You know? Oh yeah. Well, your favorite. What What would you consider like S tier? A, a high high up like that? Oh yeah, and it's definitely like you know like the ones I just aimed. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. see, I don't know if you like count like stuff like Ed and Eddie because it was like '99. Uh, that okay. counts. No, no, no. We shouldn't count that. We shouldn't count that because it starts at ninety nine. That that's like that's like saying SpongeBob is a nineties cartoon. That's, yeah, SpongeBob, but like Family Guy, you know, like all of those like came out in ninety. So I don't even really know like like what the semantics are with stuff like that. But because at the same time, it's like whenever like whenever Charlie Brown hears like, oh yeah, I'm a nineties baby. I'm like, you just barely made it. So hush, you just barely made it. Hey, at least I wasn't born in like November or December or some shit. Okay, screw you, because I was. <laughs> screw you. <laughs> You're just mad because I was born a year before you. I don't even care about that. I wasn't born in March. I was born in the beginning of the year. Anyway. I love that we, love that we like playing these like, 90s semantic games. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> it's like you qualify, you don't. It's not like I was born on Christmas in 99 or some shit. Okay, yeah, if you did, then you yeah, were in 2008. Or, or fucking like born on New Year's Eve or some shit. Nah. Yeah, nah, if you were born on New Year's Eve in 99, you are a 2000 baby. You're a 2000 baby, I don't care. <laughs> it's not happening. Um, and we still call 2000s babies youngins. I still call them youngins, even though I went to school with some of them. They're youngins yeah, to just, me. I'm not gonna lie, that's just kind of weird to see like a nigga with a birthday and that shit just got two zeros. Exactly! So, like, <laughs> it's like, I'm used to seeing like 90s something. Now I yeah. see old blank. I'm like, what? Yeah, that shit, that shit is sick. Like, I'm getting know. old as fuck. <laughs> that shit is real quick. I always, in order to uh, explain how old I am, I always tell people that um, if the first SpongeBob movie came out, like, I mean, like, if some, if a kid was born the day that the first SpongeBob movie came out, they would be like a sophomore in high school right now. Good God. Yeah. And that, that always, always good God. <laughs> yeah, because my little... My little brother was born in 03. Mm-hmm. See, yep. Yeah, the movie came out in 04. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, I just did. I just did. Like, 2000. You know, uh, okay, so like, yeah, Kim Possible. Oh, yeah. Uh, Phineas and Fur. I don't know why I'm like blanking on this era. It's the one that I was around for the most. 
Bar. You want me to rattle off some names? It'd be like that, though. It, it do. It do yeah. be like that. It'd be like as soon as you ask somebody something and they have it all the time, so you ask them, like, fuck. Uh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, see, it's not that. I don't know why it's so difficult. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so for me, uh, let me rattle off some 2000s. Um, actually, let me start off with 90s. Got, yeah, Rugrats kind of counts. It does count. Yeah. Uh, wait, no, Rugrats, of course, it's like 91. Oh, my bad. Damn, I'm, I'm, I'm way off. Uh, yeah, Rugrats, Hey Arnold. Doug was a cool show, too. A lot of people sleep on Doug. Um, no cap, I hate Doug. <laughs> I, I hate Doug because nothing happens in Doug. <laughs> like, that is like the, the fucking episode comes on and it's like all oh, Patty Mayonnaise and then it just like ends and it's nothing <laughs> This is a basic episode of, of Doug. <laughs> um, yeah, Dex's Lab is definitely it. Powerpuff Girls is, is, was, and will always be my shit. Fuck that reboot. That reboot can burn in hell. Yeah, um, that shit is sick. That shit is that shit is nasty. That shit is super nasty. <laughs> that shit is ugh. Okay, um, okay, cow and chicken. That that was also my shit. So now, two thousands. Okay, Grim Adventures of Billy and Man. Hell yeah. Samurai oh, Jack. Hell yeah. Recess. Hell yeah. Um, Pause. Recess came. It was from back in the day. It wasn't. Boy, no. I, that I was nineties. That was nineties. That was nineties. I, I think recess might. I think recess came out in nineties. Oh, 97? Well, bet recess counts in the 90s category. Well, shit, in the 2000s... Nigga, Pepper Ann? What? Oh, Pepper yeah, Ann. Pepper Ann. Yeah, boy. show me that. You don't remember Pepper Ann? Pepper Ann was that shit. No, I don't. I don't. I don't remember that. No, oh, no. Pepper Ann, that's, man. Man, ask somebody about Pepper Ann, goddamn. Oh, yeah, if we talking about the 90s... Wait, wait, okay, okay. When did the X-Men uh, cartoon come out? 90s. 90s. When did come out? The X-Men cartoon. Oh yeah, that's 90s. 90s. Okay, cool. Cause I'm trying, I'm trying to debate, cause I didn't know if it was like 90s or like 80s, like late 80s, early 90s, shit like that. Nah, yes, it's uh, it's all 90s. Okay, cool. So 2000s, uh, American Dragon, Jake Long. One of my personal favorites to this goddamn day, Samurai Jack, Teen Titans. Okay, I know y'all are probably gonna kill me for this, but fuck Johnny Tess. I don't like Johnny Tess. Thank I don't. You. Uh, I, I, I don't either. I don't think anybody's gonna fight you on that except like Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Bet. Um, okay, so, okay, so if we're going, okay, so, okay, so I gotta think about it by station because like I'm able to think about it better in stations for some reason. Okay, Disney Channel. Uh, Disney Channel, Kim Possible. We got um, Lilo and Stitch. We got um, we got we got a lot of good shit in 2003. Um, that, that Lilo and Stitch cartoon does not age well. Like, that shit is, like, excruciating to, like, sit through. Ah, uh, it's, ah. Uh, I'll take the, the, the word movie, that. The movie is, like, I think the Lilo and Stitch movie is my favorite Disney movie. Like, yeah. but the, the animated show, oh, my God. <laughs> that shit is sick. Oh, man. Um, uh, Charlie Brown just pulled up a list. Oh yeah, that's right. Nineties Rocket Power. Rocket Power was nigga. That Rocket shit Power too. was one of the shit. Rocket Power was that shit. Damn. Yo. Damn, 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 damn. Nigga, you know, you know, what my favorite episode of Rocket Power was what? The episode uh, where they went to like Tony Hawk's secret underground like skate park. Why is that the only Rocket Power that I, episode that I remember? <laughs> that's the only one I actually remember. 
Yo, because I, that's the only like I feel like that's the only one I remember because that's the one where like it got dark and then yeah, dark, right? that was cool <laughs> as fuck. Yeah, I'm not even gonna hold y'all. I'm about to tell y'all my age real quick. I remember having uh, it was Rocket Power, um, SpongeBob, I think, and um, I think it was Rugrats on an orange cassette tape. Oh yeah, I had fucking I think the Rugrats movie. And then, like, in Paris, the movie on, like, Orange VHS hits. And, like, a Little Bill, like, VHS. Fucking Little Bill! Bill. Little Bill! Oh, my gosh! (laughs) Brandy and Mr. Whiskers was my shit. Um, To be honest, I don't think Brandy and Mr. Whiskers would age well. No, I doubt it age well, but I'm saying it was my shit. Dave the Barbarian. Dave the Barbarian? Dave the Barbarian is hilarious, like, today. (laughs) Ah man. Also, one show that was cool was the replacements. The replacements is just kind of it's just it's it was just there. That's that's all it was. <laughs> Shit. Okay, so huh, let me think. Let me think. Cause cause the Cartoon Network had had mad shit. You want me to pull some shit? Yo, pause. Go by era. Huh? We do. We had a conversation about uh, like different Cartoon Network eras. Yes, we Hell did. Yeah. We did. We did. We did. Uh, oh yeah, we did. Uh, um, gargoyle. Fucking gargoyles. <laughs> Holy shit! When I told you, I tuned into that shit every time it was on at three thirty in the goddamn morning. I was on that shit every day. <laughs> every time I could catch it. Yo, nigga, let me tell you some shit. I remember back in the day, back in the day with like Saturday morning cartoons. Like, I remember waking up super early in the morning. Oh, we gotta go to Saturday just to watch cartoons. Just right to now? fucking watch Kids WB. And after that, like, fucking CW4 Kids. Yeah, that's true. But that was like yeah. after ABC Family. Yes. I'm just kidding. ABC Kids. I'm just kidding. ABC Kids. Yo, okay, okay, look, let me, let me not, let me not, let me not go that, on that route before we end up in a whole nother conversation that's a about, whole, that's a whole nother episode by itself, that's a Saturday whole morning nother, cartoons are a whole nother episode, that is a whole nother episode by itself, but yo, okay, so if we're gonna talk about 2010 cartoons, pause, pause, oh wait, you didn't grow up with Benton, that's what you I didn't like Benton, no, I, no, let me correct myself, Benton was cool, I just wasn't feeling it. Okay. Ben I was 10. there for Ben 10. I just, that when, when like the nigga grew up, I was like, okay, y'all got it. I'm good. And I just like never tried again. I don't yeah. know how those are. I don't know how Alien Force is. I don't know how Ultimate Alien is. I, I hear that's the bad one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I just never watched it. Again, it seemed like a good show. It was a great premise. I just didn't. I just didn't watch. It. Oh yeah. Also, right. um, Ed and Nettie, nigga. um, fucking Courage the Cowardly nigga. Dog, nigga, fucking Chowder, fucking Class Two Thousand, nigga, Class Three Thousand. I remember. Pre- look, look, I I've never watched Class of Three Thousand. Nigga, they got shit on. They got that shit on YouTube. Watch that shit. It's, oh. Yeah, no, that shit is. It's so. And the thing I love about Class of Three Thousand is that it's like it's super Atlanta. The way the characters speak, they all have like those southern accents. Is that shit is that shit is great. You can tell yeah. Three Stacks has like his hands all over that. <laughs> Camp Laszlo. Camp Laszlo. Oh my gosh, yes. My, uh, 
you know, punching parts of some monkey. Matthew Brown as a monkey was a good show. Don't that, do that. I mean, yeah, but I feel like it wouldn't age well. Bruh, my life as a teenage robot. Hell yeah. Oh, that's that's probably one of the ones I should have said because that 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 shit is crazy. That shit was like ahead of its almost like it really was ahead of its time. Yo, what about Cole Lioko? Uh, Cole Lioko was cool. Yeah, it was cool. You know, you know, not this is like a really weird one, but this show is like way better than it has any right being, and nobody talks about it. Do y'all know Maya and Miguel? Yes! yes! Nigga, hell yeah! It's Maya and Miguel! Like, why is this an adult? That shit is crazy hilarious. It has no business being that funny. Oh, man. Yo. 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 You about to make me start talking about kids' shows. And I'm here for it. I'm here for it. That and like word girl, word girl. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah. Fucking yeah. word. Okay, let me tell you. Let me tell you some shows I fuck with that came out maybe 2010s era, some shit like that. Um, yeah, word girl. Uh, my Miguel came out like in what, like 06, 07, some shit like that. Some shit like that. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably. Um, that actually, might have been a little before that. I actually fuck with Martha Speaks. Oh yeah. Um, and um, what was it? What was it? What was it? It was some other shit. Some other shit I had on my mind. Well, I don't. I don't think we can talk about this without Arthur. No, you can't talk about that shit without <laughs> talking about Arthur, like, nigga. Like, Look, Arthur is the OG. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Arthur is the OG. Like if you're talking about old school Arthur, oh fuck yes. Fuck you talking about Buster's postcards? Fuck yes. Fuck yeah. Fuck, fuck yes. Even the newer animated one, I still kind of fuck with it. Pause. 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 What's up? Uh, fucking shit. It, it, it's still going on. It just switched from like, the traditional animation to Flash. Yeah. It, it looks it. gross. I'm not going to. I don't think yeah. you realize that Arthur is the second longest running animated show. Like, it's right behind The Simpsons. Damn. Because it predates South Park by like a year. Yeah. Yeah, it came out like 96. Like, Arthur is spent like, it's, it's like one of the, it's like the second longest, it's the longest running kids cartoon. Yeah. Definitely. Like, it should have been around forever and still probably. Yeah, but it's the second, I'm pretty sure it's the second longest running kid um, television program right behind fucking Sesame Street. Hell yeah. Might as well be. Sesame Street is 69, I think. 1969. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my mother grew up on uh, fucking Sesame Street. We all grew up on Sesame Street. My mother grew up on Sesame Street. I know. We all grew up. No matter how old you are. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um. Oh, what about Electric Company? Like the reboot? Yeah. I'm Electric assuming. Company. Electric Company. Don't they still? Don't they still like do an Electric Company on my book? No, they still do an Electric Company. Yeah. Okay. Um. One one show that's like that's like really kitty and like I can't fuck with it because of how simplistic it is. It's fucking um. Oh no, one one okay, it's um fucking what's it um super wide. You know what I'm talking about? But one one show one kid show that I actually kinda fucked with was uh was fucking World World. Like with the with with the frog, with the the pig and the I think it was the cow. Yeah, it was a cow. No, it was a sheep or something. It was a sheep, yeah, it was a sheep. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was a frog, a sheep and a pig. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah, where there was their body was literally comprised of letters. Oh, that shit. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo. Nigga, I remember all this shit. Remember fucking wait. Hold on, roll tap. Oh yeah, we're gonna talk about two thousand Wait, 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 before you do that, I gotta drop a bomb real quick. Avatar, the last airbender. No, before that. Nigga <laughs> fucking Romeo. Nigga, bro, Romeo, Romeo, I love that show. Romeo show. Yes, nigga. Why the fuck I said I like brought that up and like the video on people like you gotta make a video on Romeo show. No, bitch. My my name is like I don't think I can do that. Yes, you can. You can do whatever. It's your YouTube. Yeah, nigga. Whatever the fuck you want. You or or he has a side channel called Realistic Greek. Drew, but less interesting. Oh man! Damn. <laughs> you rage. Oh man! Yo. Okay, I remember. Let's see. I remember yo. cousin Skeeter. Yeah, yo. Since you since you brought up since you brought up Romeo, mm -hmm. uh, what the fuck was the other shit? Just Jordan. You remember that shit? Yeah. Remember that shit? Oh, yeah. Just Jordan was my shit growing oh, up. Just Jordan. Oh man, yo, Foss is home for imaginary friends. Yo, I'm one of those weird people that been. I'm not. I don't, I don't know if I would call myself weird, but I've heard this a lot. I'm weird, so. Foss did, I don't think it ages that well, cause like everyone's an asshole. Nobody acts like a normal being in that shit. See, now I gotta go but back. Yeah. I gotta go yeah. back and watch it. So also, did you? Back. Also, did you hear the theory that um that remember Franny, the redhead girl? Uh huh. That um uh, Frankie, whatever her name was. Did you also hear the theory of that essentially Frankie is a, is an imaginary uh, character herself? Oh, I did hear that. Yeah, she was supposed to be an imaginary um, imaginary friend to the to the old uh, grandmother that that was running the place. I did. I did hear. I did. I think I did hear about that probably a couple years ago. Did you ever notice that uh, on Frankie's shirt it's the Bible Girls? What? No, yeah, I, I didn't. I like blow, I like blow people's mind every time I say that. <laughs> yeah, I that you did. Up. You did. Please, please pull it up. I look that shit up. Wait a second. Where? How to, how to enhance the image. <laughs> enhance. Enhance. Damn it. Why is there so much shit in the way? Move. <laughs> I don't want to see this one. This one. <laughs> Oh shit it is! You're right! Oh shit it is! That is the Powerpuff Girls! That's amazing! That is so cool. That, is, that is an Easter egg I've never seen in that my made life. That my fucking day. That made my fucking yes, day. Yes it did! I love, I love, like, the joy. <laughs> yes, like... <laughs> this is great. It's like a great show paying homage to a great show. I love it. No, yo, okay. yo, 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 yo. 
please tell me y'all fucking remember JetX. 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 Oh, yeah. My look before Disney XD for y'all youngins who don't no. know what the fuck JetX is. Nigga, before nigga. Disney XD, after, that was the shit. Yeah, that, that's the one that that's had, that had like Puka and Yin Yang. Yeah, I was Hell about yeah. to say that, Bruh, Do you know how many people do not know what the fuck Puka is? This shit infuriates me. Like, damn, we we that old then, like niggas don't know. like, can we can we acknowledge the fact that that is the most persistent and thirstiest woman ever? Facts. Like. Like can can we can we just acknowledge the fact that essentially that ninja from Puka was essentially Sasuke before Sasuke? Think about it. He was a ninja who literally always denied the reco- <laughs> denied somebody's love who was always chasing after him. Sasuke Sakura, that ninja nigga in Puka. Come on. Every time I think about uh like ninja cartoons, I think about do y'all remember that? I think it was like uh it was like I don't remember the name of it. It was like a Nickelodeon cartoon. They were in school. It was like short though. It was like a short Nickelodeon cartoon. I think it might have been like Shuriken School or some shit like that. I vaguely remember that. I Let me look that shit up. I feel it's like, like wild obscure, but it, it was like it was around Naruto and Puka. Like all three, all three networks had one ninja like, show. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember this shit. Yo, yes, I do remember that shit. That was cool as fuck. I don't remember this. The only thing I remember ninja related after after Puka and Naruto was fucking Randy Cunningham, ninth grade ninja. I wish I watched that. I didn't watch that when it came out. I, I was uh I think that came out around the same time as Kick Batowski. And Kick Batowski was that shit! Kick Batowski yeah. was that shit. I have a question. What's up? What's Kick Batowski? Shut the fuck up. I'm about to punch you. Because I know what badass pun you're about to say. What do you think? What do you think? Shut up. What do you think? No, say it. Say it. Say it now. Say it now. And say it now so I can leave in disgust. Please, say it. I don't want to say it anymore. <laughs> say it. Go ahead, say it. Do you think Say it. Do you think Kick Wachowski? <laughs> it's, it's a new, it's a new water rocket. rocket Do I think, <laughs> so I think is the new auto rocket? Yes. That's not at all what I thought you was going with that. But okay. <laughs> say rocket power? No, I thought you were gonna say this kick Batowski kick, but Towski. Oh my gosh. I thought he was going oh, there with man. it, and I was about to fight oh, him. Man. I was about to fight him on <laughs> on the cast, <laughs> right on the pod. <laughs> We like Joe Button, we taking it to another level. Auto <laughs> Rocket was like an asshole though. Yeah, he was he was a, a very much an asshole. Yeah, Kick Kick was just kinda like I'm gonna do my stunts. Yeah, he, he just like <laughs> Yo. Oh shit. Oh shit. Yo, Jimmy Neutron. Nigga, oh, nigga, oh, yeah, okay. nigga, I'll, let me I'll tell you be, some shit. Jimmy Neutron. I always like, forget about Jimmy for some reason. That's like in like my top 20 favorite shows ever. Yeah. And I know this is going to sound weird, but like, Barely Our Parents was cool. I enjoyed it when I was younger, but I don't like it as much. That's not an unpopular uh, opinion. No, not uh, because of the later episodes. I'm just saying like, just, as a whole. Yeah. It kind of, the thing about it is, Those it kind of tainted itself because it kept going. 
it tainted it itself you because know. it added because first okay look poof was fine that was interesting yeah, yeah. that's cool we get to see how they actually reproduce because that was one question we always had for fucking ever sparky came in we're curious about the fuck sparky came in and then this motherfucker disappeared he he, he just vanished Yo, and, and then it's fucking hilarious like I, first of all i fucking hate that dog Yes. Like, like I, I can't, like, I hated him, like, from the moment I saw him. Yes. The thing about Poof that was kind of, I, I, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about it, was that that Fairly Odd Baby thing was written as the finale. Like, that was supposed to be the last thing they ever did. Oh, wow. Um, and then Nickelodeon was like, oh, do more. I, that's the same, that happened with um, All Grown Up, too. Like, All Grown Up yeah. was supposed to be, like, the last thing they did. And they were like, oh, we like to do this uh, for more. two more seasons. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, like, okay, then Sparky, then that bitch Chloe. Fuck her. Yeah, honestly, it is fuck Chloe, but I, I, I lowkey owe my livelihood to Chloe because I, well, I did a video on her. I guess, I guess I owe my life to like Butch Hartman fucking this show up because like the niggas wouldn't stop, and then like in the middle of the Chloe season, they just like I guess they ran out of money. Rest in Flash animation. It's so fucking bad. <laughs> 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 Huh. Oh my goodness. And 2000s can never be complete without Spongebob. The Fucking best. Spongebob. The best episode of Spongebob aired during that time. And then the movie came out. Look, you can't just say that. Because you can't just say the best episode and expect everybody to know. There's not a unanimous decision on the best episode of Spongebob. I said best episodes. Oh, I was about to say. I was about to say, because that is a whole debate. It's, it's like, it, they are very memorable. Memorable episodes of Spongebob. Yeah. During mm-hmm. like season one through four. Yeah, because that was around the time that, um, you know, the, um, Steven Hillenburg? Yeah, Steven Hillenburg was directly on the ship. And then the movie mm-hmm. came out, and then he left. Yeah, because that was supposed to be it. But then they kept, they just kept it going. But you got to think about that, that shit. Like, that shit, that shit's crazy, though. Think about it. Something you created was going on so long to where you took a whole break. You essentially you essentially went out and did something else. Still getting money from the shit. You took a whole break, did something else, and came back to it long enough for A, it's still at the top of relevancy, and B, you can make the shit better. That shit is crazy. And even yeah, man. Your blood was a goat. Yeah. Yo. Um. Shit. Now that I bring up Jimmy Neutron. Yes. Can we talk about that fucking atrocity that was Planet Sheen? No. 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 Oh. Oh no. This is. Yo, no. You know what's the, oh my god. You know what's the funniest thing about Planet Sheen is that like they did uh the Nickelodeon um. You ever heard that Nickelodeon podcast where they like that that guy would like that like he kind of talks like this and he would like talk to like a bunch of people that like worked on the Nickelodeon cartoons mm-hmm. and he did he did one with the creator Jimmy Neutron and then he was like yeah no I didn't even know they were doing Planet Sheen I just kind of like saw it happen one day it's <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck is that? what type of fuck shit is that bro <laughs> <laughs> they just made a whole show without just thinking no one was And then he saw it and he was like, yeah, he was telling him, he was like, yeah, no, if I was there, I wouldn't have made a show about Sheen. You can't do that. It's, it's kind of cool in small doses. You can't, like, make a whole show about him. Yeah, shit. That's, that's high key. That's high key, like, fucking making a spinoff of Dexter's Laboratory, calling it, plant, <laughs> calling it the Man of Mandork. 
Nah, I'm making this show about Dee Dee. Ew. Yeah, that is that is the equivalent. The, the, the a Dee Dee show is like ew. Definitely the equivalent of uh of Planet Sheen. Yeah, cause man, it's like, it's, it's like the Powerpuff Girls reboot. Like Frank McCracken just like found out when it was, uh. like, oh, they're doing this. I didn't know that. <laughs> yo, yo, okay, fuck that reboot. It can burn in hell. The fourth. Yeah, uh, should have garbage. I gave it. I gave it like a lot of chance. Maybe um, over ten episodes of that shit. I think. Yeah, no, they shouldn't have made one. Um, and then they try to introduce. Then they introduced a fourth one, and they try to make it seem more acceptable because she's black. Remember that shit? Fucking. What's no, her name? What's the name? I don't think anyone talks about the fact that like she's not voiced by a black woman. That's, I, think that's the, I think that's the funniest shit. It's like fucking Vanessa from Phineas and Ferb. No, what the fuck? You know, yeah, damn. Yeah. I'm, I'm, that I'm, high pitched voice? No, I'm, no. It's, it's like Marceline, the vampire queen. You gotta be time. fucking like, kidding me, bruh. Yeah, in the in uh in the UK, she's voiced by uh, a black woman, and they advertise that, and they kind of try to trick. But no, in America, they dubbed her. She's uh, Bliss. Bliss. Ew. No. Yeah, Blitz, Blitz, yeah. And, alright, so you kind of don't get this unless you watch the episode. Because if you don't watch it, it's kind of, it, it looks kind of racist, the fact that she's the one with, like, thicker hips and she's the black one. But apparently she's, like, way older. That doesn't help! That doesn't fucking help! They're fucking damn near kindergarten first grade. They're, like, seven and eight years old. No, How no, old? no, 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 that's, no, see, that, and that's the fuck shit with the whole shit. Because, remember, in the reboot, they're like in middle school, high school, some shit. Remember? They're like they in are. middle school, high school, they some are. shit. So how the so how the fuck did she come out all bigger, <laughs> taller, more hips and shit, supposedly older than them? How the fuck old is she? Nah, cause okay, so alright, so what happened? <laughs> oh, no. oh no! Oh no! What had happened was what happened was <laughs> Professor Podium. Uh, was doing doing his shit in the lab. Again. He, he made a mistake, and I think he used... Uh, what, what's the letter before X? Whatever that letter is, w? that's the chemical he used. Chemical w. w. He used chemical W. Are you fucking and, kidding me? And then she was born, and then, like... But it was, like, years ago. So she was the first one. And then, like, she kind of, like, dipped off to, like, a deserted island. What? And, like, years later, he made uh, the Powerpuff Girls with Chemical X. And one of them goes, like, wait a minute, so Chemical W? How many times did you make this mistake? Yeah, and, like... like, <laughs> and, like Holy like, shit! Apparently, it's bigger than the whole alphabet. This nigga has a whole army of super of superpowered little girls around the world. <laughs> they can have their own Justice League of Powerpuff Girls, like, legit. They could, man. I don't know why they didn't do that. That that would have been pretty metal. Like, what the fuck, man? <sighs> it's been years since I've seen that episode, but I just remember I remember that joke. One of them one of the girls just like, so how many times did you make this mistake? Like why why there's, there's like mad letters in the alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> they're literally they're literally at letter twenty-three. They are literally the three of them are literally letter twenty-three. And he made three of them out of one mistake. Holy yeah, at shit. This point, at this point, by the time you get to 23, you would think you would just put your chemicals somewhere else <laughs> yeah. that's not by the mixing pot. Okay, you know what? You know what? I think I think that um, essentially that whole intro is just an allegory for him being a... He is essentially a 
he's essentially a hole in the deadbeat father, except for to them three. Think about it. He, At this point, yeah. think about it. No, think about it. Sugar, spice, and everything nice. Then he added what? Chemical X. What? What are men comprised of? An X and Y chromosome. So he had a, so he had a chemical X, and he got and he got triplets. <laughs> Conspiracy theory time. <laughs> The, the theory would hold up if only Bliss wasn't included into this shit. Damn it. Why did I debunk my own theory? <laughs> Myth busted. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I hate you. That's funny. <laughs> Yo. Oh, yeah. I'm mad. I just thought about this. What? Fucking Johnny Bravo. Oh, yeah. When you run up. When you brought up Johnny Test, I almost said something because my grandma brought me one time. She brought me a Johnny Test DVD because she thought it was Johnny Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? But remember, you know how the, you know the story of how Johnny got his muscles. I, don't, I, I feel like I remember that. I vaguely remember. Not gonna look that shit up. <laughs> I feel like because he well, he was most like I just a skinny ass dude. He was yeah yeah. He was a stick before. No, I think he like bought some shit. From like a commercial or some shit, used it to work out and then got both. Yeah, I'm saying, because like, I've never seen this motherfucker lift a weight in his life. Johnny Bravo is the almighty of. Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! (laughs) You say he's the almighty of his his universe? Yes. I fucking hate him. Am I wrong? So, so I'm guessing the little girl that always antagonizes him is Deku? Uh, Yeah. Then what's the grandmother then? Oh shit! Fuck! What's the name? The fuck? The person? Nah, they don't work. Never mind. You mean like the grandpops? Like the one that taught All Might? No, this this shit. What's the name? Fuck. Grand Twinum. No, this. I mean like his mentor who gave him the frog, but that doesn't work. So, well, she gave him life, so it kind of does. Johnny Bravo would have so many lawsuits in today's world. Like that cartoon would never air now. And that's why we can't reboot him. Yeah. I think about this, I think about this so often, and I think what, I, I don't know if people would get, I don't want to sound like that, but the, the joke is that, like, they beat his ass because he's an asshole. Like, that's, that's true. the joke, is that, like, he, he doesn't win, and that, like, the joke is like, yo, you're not supposed to act like that. And I'm not, I don't know if people would be as open uh, to accepting, it. yeah, yeah, to that, like, execution of that idea today. I'm not sure, they might or they might not, but... The thing is, the, like, it, the thing is, it's just like the character is supposed to be really mis- misogynistic, and everybody around him is supposed to be like, "Yo, you're like, you're stupid." Yeah. And that's apparently he does it in the one town where all the women are like black belts. They just flip his ass every like, time. Every which way? Yeah. Like this shit is wild. They essentially treat him like, like Loki got treated by Hulk. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Except that one time he like fucks a deer. I remember that. What? I'm sorry, what? You don't remember the episode where he like went on a date with the deer? No. So it was like written, it was written by like Seth MacFarlane. That makes so that much makes sense. sense. Yeah. <laughs> that makes so much sense. Seth fucking MacFarlane. <laughs> Why? Yo, but, like, for someone not to remember that episode and just hear if he fucks a deer. I understand how wild of a statement that is. I'm sorry. I just like, wait, that shit came out of left field. Wait, he fucked a deer? Wait a minute, what was this? I didn't know he was Tom Green. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> what's, that? what's 
<laughs> Fucking Freddy got fingered. Yes. Oh, I did not need to be remembered. Fuck that movie. That shit is horrible. Um. But yo, speaking of reboots that that will not make it in today's age, and Living Color, that shit would not make it in today's age. Oh yeah, that, yeah, no, you're right. I wish. That's when I like. I, there's no arguments, but Living, they they did some wild shit on Living Color. Bruh. Like, I legit did a whole reaction to a video about why it's not gonna come back. And like, it made so much sense. Cause yeah, the shit that they were doing was wild. They went after everybody, like nobody was safe. Like there was a whole skit where like, Tommy Davidson did black and white and he was supposed to be Michael Jackson. And then at the end of the shit, he got arrested. He was like, oh, I guess I am black. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, That that show was a whole gem, man. That that was essentially black SNL. No, yeah, that, that, that's I think that was I think that Loki was um Kanan's idea um behind it, and like I think he did a really great job because he did all the all of the alumni from that you know just like it all doing like they all had like great careers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like legit. If it carried on, it would legit have been black S black SNL because. Without without um without that shit, we wouldn't have had um Jim Carrey. We wouldn't have had any of the fucking Wayne's brothers besides Keenan and maybe Damon. Um we Because Keenan was the one that kinda just like spearheaded everything. Yeah, because at the same time he was already doing movies like I'ma get you sucker. Forgot which one. Oh, Low Down Dirty Shame. Yeah, so he was he was already he was already big. But like the rest of the Wayne's brothers would not have made it um not made it this in the same capacity or at the same time same thing with like um same thing like david allen greer tommy davidson even jamie fox like yeah yeah because a lot of people forget jamie fox started on that show oh man i love i love tangents i i just love tangents <laughs> say say bro what, what are you doing you you reading episode synopsis like yes. what are you doing yes i am but you're literally reading episode i, I was just joking no honestly i was Honestly, I just, <laughs> I just went on a it's it's a Wikipedia rabbit hole at this point. I just got, it's Wikipedia. Don't trust it. I've gone on many Wikipedia rabbit holes, so I, I completely understand. Oh, you know what show I just thought about too? Super Monkey Hyper. Oh, shit. Say shit. <laughs> shit. Super Monkey. Hyper, I don't know. Super, Super Monkey Team Aqua. Oh, uh, shit! Go. Shit! Super Monkey. Damn it. <laughs> you gotta say it go all on. in one go. I just know go. Go is the last one. <laughs> Super Robot. Ro- Super Robot. Oh, fuck. Swear I got it. Super. Damn it. Fuck it. <laughs> Super Robot Monkey Team, team Hyper Force. Go. go. There we go. There we go. Say that three times fast. No. Fuck you. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm fine. I'm good. My tongue doesn't need to break now. It's good. Oh, man. Yes. <laughs> and I that love it. great. Yes. Oh, did you see the last season of uh, Samurai Jack? You know what's crazy is I was, I never, uh, I never was into Samurai Jack when I was a kid. So I never like, when it, when it, when it came back, I was happy for everybody. And I, I thought it was cool that it was back, but I never like went and like looked. Trust me, that is a series worth watching. But is it worth finishing? Yes. Yes. If anything, if anything, the last season is a lot darker and you'll understand why he feels the way he feels about what he has to do. That's all I can say. I can't say it because then I ruin it. Oh, trust me. Speaking of Samurai Jack, dot, 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 
ellipses. Megas XLR. Oh, <laughs> that's a deep cut. That was such a great show. They they can't bring that back ever. Yeah, yeah, it's like the whole uh, was it tax write off? I think. Yeah. I think that's what happened. Um, that kind of made them like they just can't they can't go back even if they wanted to. That, uh, the same thing happened with Simba Titan. See, I need that's to... I was gonna bring that up. I'm like, yo, what the fuck ever happened to Symbiotic Titan? I'm just like. They didn't sell enough toys. That was it. That's amazing how toys? merchandise based off of giant robots don't sell. Doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, considering Transformers has been a franchise for the past 20 fucking years. Not only that, but 30 years. Not only that, but fucking Power Rangers. Look, Power Rangers is different, though. Power Rangers come out with a different iteration every fucking year. Yeah, but Megas always doesn't come in like. Again, different iteration every year. It's never the same shit. Either way, it never came out. It, it's always had different narration. The only time it really like stayed the same shit was Mighty Morphin, and that shit was, and that shit was it. Oh no, you got us on the topic of Power Rangers. Why did you do this? Hey, hey, hey why do you do this? Hey, <laughs> why have you done this? <laughs> that reminds me. Back on, back to 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 get out of this long ass like vortex of tangentry. What? other things just in general would you want to talk about outside of animation in terms um, of content like like on like on my channel yes yes yeah so like mike is definitely one of them i don't know why so like i remember when i came out of uh that tupac movie all lives on me like i was pissed off and i almost did a video on it uh-huh yeah uh, i told i told myself to relax there's one there actually, you should have did a video on it it's a Nickelodeon show I really uh, wouldn't mind talking about, but it, it's so it's it's like it wasn't around for that long. Y'all ever heard of My Brother and Me? No. Vaguely, I feel like it's, I know what you're talking about. It, it's a Nickelodeon show that lasted for like 13 episodes. It's all black thing. Oh, um, oh, I remember that show. Yeah. Yeah, and Amanda Seals came from it. Really? Amanda uh, Seals? Word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like a little kid um, on the show. She, that was her first. Uh, that was the first thing she was in. That, oh yeah, she probably did talk about it on her podcast. Yeah, Small doses with the men. I've always really wanted to like um, talk about that for some reason, just because I feel like not enough, not enough people do. Because Nickelodeon had that like really black era. Uh, Hell yeah. On that, Keenan and Kel, my brother and me. Uh, the, well, the, uh, the other one I'm thinking of. Was more like a Latino. Um, was it was it called Tierra? I think Tierra. It kind of it kind of predates that so reason uh, by a couple of years. But I know what you're talking was, about. I know what you're it, talking about. But yeah, yeah, Nick definitely had a whole string of, of black shows. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, it's called. But I think that, I think really I think really those are like the uh, things that come to mind. Like, I really, like, unironically, like, really, really, I know I keep talking about it, but I really, really enjoy, like, Mike. Like, I think that shit is, like, super dope. It's cheesy, but it's, like, yes. in, in the best way. Like, it's, it's, I really, I really, really like that movie. And I feel like if anybody else did a video on, like, Mike, they would be, like, real hard on it for no reason. It's like, yo, my man, relax. It's yeah. like Bow Wow. It's, it's, before, it's before Shorty Like Mine. It's a lighthearted like, movie. Oh yeah, no, no, you remember the fucking video, bro? Let me hold you. What the yeah, fuck are they doing? But he does like the the the, 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 the like bit. Hugging somebody, but yeah. it's a robot. It's a robot shit. Let me hold you. No, stop. It's like stop. The song is fire. The dance move never caught on. Thank the Lord. 
And, uh, and I've never, like, I've seen that video before, and I never realized it until people started pointing it out. I'm like, what the fuck is Bow Wow doing? <laughs> Why is he thinking? The, the fact that, like, he thought it was cool enough to do it every time. Every time! They said it. <laughs> He's in a mansion filled with, filled with everybody partying. Let me hold you. No. No. It would at least been better if there was somebody he actually held. He just over here hugging the air. Yeah, but... <laughs> Yeah, that gotta be awkward if you're like, if you're like a kid around his age, and then like Bow Wow just kind of like hugs you that way, like you're just like at a party, and he's just kind of like, oh, like he okay, you with, the, with the with his hands like that, he's like, like don't touch me, don't touch me. Bow I'm Bow. punching you in the face. That's not. Yeah. You're getting assaulted. That's what's happening. <laughs> This has been a great show. This has been this has been amazing. Yeah, the ball. That reminds me, the Patreon. <laughs> Not even that. I just had a question. What about like YouTube and shit? Like, what's the what's the hardest part about being a you? Pause. Let me preface this with another question. Do you oh. do you consider yourself a YouTuber? You know, uh, you know, it's crazy. Like I was just telling my man the other day, I really hate that word. I don't know why I hate YouTuber as a word, but <laughs> and and like in in terms of what it means, like yeah, I do. Um, I don't uh, I don't necessarily have like I mean unless you count like my freelance artwork as my other stream of income. Like YouTube is definitely like um one of the main things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I try to uh after around the summer um. I started to take it more seriously and I started to drop more consistent. And, you know, I like, I started putting like a lot of my time and effort into it. So, yeah, I definitely consider myself one. But I think like the hardest thing about it is um, trying to, trying to find a medium between what people want and like uh, what you want to do too. Because, the hardest thing was when I did that uh, little video and like it was the one that I really really wanted to do like I was like I really want to make this and then like I wrote it and I put all my like best jokes in it and I think it's my it's my favorite video I've ever done but then like nobody saw me. and I was like oh okay I, like I guess I can't do this so then I asked everybody what they wanted and they wanted American Dragon and like kind of like slugged my way through American Dragon and like I don't know, it's kind of like, after a while, you kind of have to, you kind of have to, like, play this weird thing with your audience and kind of play it by ear. Um, sometimes when I talk about a certain show, they like, comment, like, you should do this next. If I see it, if I see it enough times, I'm like, oh, okay, they really want it. And that's how, like, I ended up doing, like, the replacements. So, like, people really, really wanted it. And that was fun because um, once you put uh, yourself in a mind of, like, that this is something that people want to see, you can work on like trying to mold it into something that you do really um and it's, it's hard but it's rewarding when you're actually able to do it but keeping up the consistency is difficult too because if i if i'm going for two weeks he's gonna say oh my god i thought you were dead no bitch i was asleep i took a nap <laughs> like, <laughs> like, please <laughs> but yeah that's 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 pretty yeah, because 
I was, I was gonna say, even though as a, as a YouTuber with only only 60 subscribers and hasn't and hasn't uploaded a video in about nine months, I would say that I was, I was gonna say something similar to that. Yeah, consistency for me personally, it is consistency that that's what needs to be worked on. Um, and at the same time, I know it's gonna sound bad, but at the same time, it's very true. I don't. Well, I have to put in work, but I don't have to put in as much work as him for like for like my videos because I do reaction videos. So I don't, okay. huh? I said okay. Yeah, um, I do reaction videos, and the thing about the thing about my reaction videos is that I don't like to just react to something. I like to react, put in like little little uh, jokes or whatnot, like maybe add a skit or two. But at the same time, with the with the like with reaction channels, they expect you to crank that shit out like like clockwork. Like, like okay, reaction. Okay, cool. Reaction. Okay, cool. Reaction. Okay, cool. It take it takes me a while because on top of school, I have to not only look through it, make sure I want to keep all of it, or keep some parts and edit out some parts. But then I have to make sure that essentially I don't keep too much of the video. The video is not too loud or like or like if I do want to add a skit. I'm like, okay, cool. I gotta edit this in and like have this put here or some shit like that. It's, <clears throat> it's it. It really is just it really is just consistency. And you say you hate the term YouTuber. Oddly enough, I hate the term YouTube rapper. Okay, I can understand why. Yeah, I understand the need for it because there is a lot of YouTube rappers. Because I hate it because. Me, me being a reactor and that also does music, which is actually rather common on YouTube. Um, a lot of them are considered YouTube rappers, and that shit annoys me because it's like I actually do this. I rapped before I even thought about doing anything with YouTube. So it's like, it's like, it's it's like being called a SoundCloud rapper just because you have your shit on SoundCloud. It's like. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I'm not a SoundCloud rapper. I'm just a rapper that's on SoundCloud. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah. Uh. Well, for me, like, I, what can I say? I can understand both sentiments. Like, yeah, I can understand both sentiments. You're more than the platform you're on right now, obviously, right? Yeah. I think that for me, one of the things that's hard for me is. Very much so consistency, cause like, not well, not just consistency, but like scheduling and shit like that. Like, the people that the people that I have set up to come on the show for like next week and the week after that, and the week after that. Like, it takes a lot of time for me to just like come up with the right words to say and how to explain what exactly I want the show to be about and. Etc. Etc. But to keep it set, you have more free time than I do. So yeah, it's true. But like, just I'm saying that crafting, crafting the emails and stuff, and like yeah. having, like waiting for the responses. The responses like takes a long ass time. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't be cranking that shit out like a minute, like in a couple minutes. Yeah. So. Uh huh. But yeah. Um. Okay. Um, you wanna you wanna go ahead and shout out yourself real quick, man? Yeah, what you got coming out next? Oh, honestly, I've been I've been trying to figure it out because I'm like 
I'm like in this. I don't know. I have to. I have to have a video out before the 15th, and I'm trying to contemplate whether I'm gonna do that Disney movie, Home on the Range, mm. or if I'm gonna do Brandy and Mr. Whiskers. Ooh. Can, can we just? What, what do you want? Brandy and Mr. Whiskers. Exactly. Brandy and Mr. Whiskers. It's if that's the streets want, I'm gonna do my I'm, girl I'm, telling me that I should probably do a poll, but I feel like everybody's gonna pick that. See, I'm, I'm not even do it just in case. <laughs> see, I'm not even gonna hold you. Like when I think of Home on the Range, I think of like the when it came out, like it was the end of the Dis- Disney Renaissance. Those were like the the dark the ass the, yeah. the ass movies that came out. Treasure Planet, mm-hmm. Home on the Range and Chicken Run. Those were the ass movies. Not saying that Treasure Planet is ass, it's not. I'm it's, it's actually really great, but people just didn't see it for some yeah, stupid ones, ass reason. Yeah, they, they all did really bad. Yeah, and Brother Bear, like that oh, era. Look, I love Brother Bear, but it did horrible yeah. box office. Brother Bear was cool. I think who's is, is Joaquin Phoenix the main bear? I, I, I ain't even fucking know that. I gotta look that shit up. Damn. I think it's Joaquin Phoenix. The Joker. Yes. Yes. The joke, was, the joke was Brother Bear. I don't know how to spell his name. Just type in Brother Bear. Bear. <laughs> brother, brother Bear. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay, Brother Bear. Yes. Voice guys. Yes. Wow. Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, okay. Yeah. Joaquin oh, Phoenix. Was the, so. the Joker. Yeah. Joker Bear. Joker Bear. <laughs> now oh, we yeah. just imagine Kuma from Tekken with, with face paint. But yeah. Uh, anything else you would like to shout out? Shout out to my homeboy, Revealed Life. He just put out two videos on the Secret Saturdays and Static Shock. And that, I feel like everybody should see those because those see, was hard. See, that, that, see, yeah, Static Shock is also one of those classic cartoons. See, thank you for telling me that because after, after I finish uh, recording this shit, I'm going to watch that shit. Effects. Also, he's supposed to isn't he supposed to come on a show like let's see. He's supposed to come on a show like Yeah, like in another like, the ninth. Days. The ninth? No. Yeah, the ninth. The ninth? I think it's the ninth. Oh, uh, cause I, I talked to him and then he told me that he asked y'all if you could say nigga. I'm like, why would you ask that? But he but my boy's response to it was hilarious to me. He like, he like, yeah, nigga, yeah, nigga. <laughs> nah, nah, we were cracking the fuck up, but he like, he sent the screenshot. Like that's why we were like all laughing. <laughs> I was like, why the fuck would you ask that? <laughs> but it's the matter with you. I'm happy y'all responded to him in that way. Honestly, and I mean this, I mean this. Like if you watch his videos and you hear like the way he speaks and like the jokes he makes, that is exactly who he is. That is the person he is. Yes. When you talk to him, you'll hear it. That is exactly Yes. I am, yo, I am excited. Yes. <laughs> oh, that reminds me, what else? Judging, okay. This is a survey. It's only with some one question survey. Oh, hold up, before that. Also, um, shout out, shout out the last video you made. The last Jets. Cause you just put that out. Yeah. Wait, what happened? I said shout out, shout out the last video you made because you just put that out like a day ago. Oh, that chipmunk video that I just did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I did it in two days. Like that joke in the video wasn't like an actual joke. Like I uh, 
like I wanted to do it before that, and I was like, oh shit, Halloween is in like two days. I should probably write this now. So I like wrote it and recorded day, and then like put it together and like overnight. Yeah. It was awful, but <laughs> I'm proud of it. So. <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah, um, fuck. One question. Oh yeah, based on your experience of having been on this podcast, uh, what would you rate it from one to ten, and? Who would you suggest or recommend to be a guest on this podcast? Um, honestly, I'll be honest. Like, I enjoyed my entire time. Like, I thought this shit was like hilarious. It was fun. Like, I got to talk about like a whole bunch of shit that like I never. So, if I do the number, I do. I, I, I give a big old ten. I mean, thank that's, you. That's just the vibe yes. Like, I had like I had a I had a lot of fun. Like, I'm honored that you guys like thought to have me up here. Um, as far as like we all can have. Honestly, like I think, I think Dub is like a perfect fit for here anyway. So that's why I'm, I'm glad that y'all actually getting them. But us, like a second best choice would probably be uh, our homeboy, um, Man of a Thousand Thoughts. He's great. Nigga, let me tell you some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to contact that nigga. I would have been got, some I email. You, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got you. I got you. I'm a. Uh, Damn, I'm gonna do this. But I got you, I got you, don't worry about it. Alright, cool, thank you. Appreciate I got you. Cause I'm sure he'll, 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 he'll do it, I know he'll do it. Like, he'll love it. Okay. Um, oh, that reminds me, just one more question, and then I think we're done. Uh, mm-hmm. so, being that you've collaborated with a lot of, uh, different, a lot of various creators over your, uh, career on YouTube like uh, Man of a Thousand Thoughts and D-Dub Man how does that feel like how does that knowing that you have other creators other people with your interests uh, how does that feel to know that there are people out there who make not only make content but enjoy making content that you all enjoy it's great because it's it, it kind of reassures that um that like uh people take this stuff as serious as like like i do or that like we all kind of like look at it the same way and it's, it's actually kind of perfect that you like asked this as like the last question because i remember um after i did uh how to black and i realized like just that I, I wanted to do this more. I changed the description on my channel, and I changed it to um, the purpose was that it would help um, any any black kid that grew up loving animation. It would help them feel normal. And I think that all of these people that do these videos, whether it be Dove or Man or like Paradise Joe or Mar, like all of these people, or even like my other homies like Cosmodor, like here, like seeing all of these people like do these videos on like these cartoons is great because it just kind of um it kind of reassures us that these things are people and that it's like we aren't the only ones doing this and we aren't the only ones that think that and the fact that people watch them and the fact that people enjoy them and the fact that people can comment and say yo I've been thinking about this or I've been waiting for somebody to talk about this or yo you said everything I was thinking or man I haven't thought about this in years people share like their stories like oh I used to watch this with my grandma you know like that shit is cool that's like the stuff like means something to somebody and it's it's great to just like talk about that and 
given meaning. These people spend their lives hours upon hours producing all of these, like, these movies, these cartoons, these TV shows, and it's great that that is great to contribute and um, have more people see what they did. Well said. Beautifully put. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Well, that does it for this episode of the Anything Period Podcast. If this is on the period. We thank you so much for... We, we, we think we, 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 oh my goodness we really appreciate you for your time and the fact that you was willing to even talk to us thank you for replying to my email because <laughs> no, I didn't even know I'm you would do that shit <laughs> no, it was like, like I've always wanted to uh, come on podcast because this is probably like this, the second one I've ever done and like this is just like so much fun I've always the fact that you guys can, and like ask me and like wanted to uh, bring me on here is like really really great like like I'm really honored that I'm even here right now. this is this is this is great this is a lot of fun honestly well that warms my heart and that butter my biscuits no. <laughs> <laughs> I had Popeyes right before we recorded and they didn't they didn't put any they didn't put any like honey or jam in the bag damn uh, so my, my biscuit wasn't butter uh, it was just dry Nah. Well, let's let's try to sign off again. <laughs> this has been another great, fantastic, amazing, splendiferous episode. Super casualizing episode of the Anything Period Podcast. Emphasis with period. our special guest, Mr. Tunerific Tariq. Yep, that's me. It's like Ray. we'll see you guys next week this has been two eyes and black charlie brown on the anything period podcast if this is on the period peace peace this is black charlie brown and this is two eyes did you enjoy today's episode if you did follow and subscribe on spotify Apple Music and wherever else you can get your podcast. Make sure to give us a heart and rate and review us. Give us five stars, please. Also, if you're on Anchor and you happen to use it, please send us a voicemail. We would love to hear your feedback as well as what you love and dislike about the show. Yes, we we're always welcome to criticisms. Always, bro. We only here for a minute. Yes, you're right. So this has been the Anything, Anything Period, Period Podcast. Emphasis on the commercial. <laughs> Later. <laughs>